1: hear the drums echoing tonight but she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation she's coming in 12th to flight the moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation i stopped an old man along the way hoping to find some long forgotten words or ancient melodies he turned to me as if to say
0: hurry boy It's waiting there for you.
1: It's going to take a lot to take me away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. Going to take some time to do the things we never had. The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know what I must do, what's right. As sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti, I seek to cure what's deep inside, frightened of this thing that I've become. It's going to take a lot to drag me away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. Ah, bless the rains down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do the things we never had. Hurry, boy! She's waiting there for you! Me away from you, there's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rain. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rain. bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rain. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do the things we never have. Night Alternative with me, and Lee. Catherine Boyle will be joining us soon. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. She's coming. Busy old show this evening. Catherine, you missed the introduction. It was a dedication to Bill Murray. Oh, yes. We just saw Bill Murray live, live at the Royal Festival Hall. One word, dry. And to answer the query that lots of you have been asking on Twitter, not the good dry. I would say balls. What would you say, Catherine?
2: I would say I admire him for making a thing.
1: I would admire him for making uh, approximately £100,000 from that. (laughs) From that. He basically, I mean, it was 75 quid a ticket. We got freebies. And it was him. And I knew this was what it was going to be because I'd seen a clip of it before. Um, it's him on stage reciting poetry and Mark Twain. And some great. I really enjoyed the Mark Twain reading. Because I, I love Mark Twain. I love Huckery Finn. I love Tom Sawyer. Um, and I love Mark Twain. And name another Mark Twain story. I love story. it when people
2: talk like that. So I was in from the beginning. I,
1: and he said the N word five or six <gasps> times. Yeah. Oh,
2: and, and what did I do in my seat every first
1: time? time for, no, first time he said the N word, you went. <sighs> <laughs> Right, like that. Uh, name another Mark Twain book, story.
2: Uh, Mark Twain. Go Didn't on. he do the one about the woman who sold her hair and the boyfriend who gave her the combs? Wasn't that him?
1: No, I don't know. Yeah. What's that called?
2: Um, stupid Decisions. No.
1: How about, um, how about, um, isn't there one called The Frog Prince? That's not him. Google it. I think you're going to find I'm right. He did one with frog in the title. I know that <laughs> much.
2: It wasn't The Frog Prince, in nana.
1: Did, um... Uh, he also did a, a, um, a, a, the the one where the person goes back in time. C- the, the, b- Bob Bing Crosby made a, a movie of it called A Connecticut Yankee in the Court of King Arthur. So I'm going to say a Yankee. I'm going to say a Yankee in the Court of King Arthur. Right. Is a is a Mark Twain story.
2: King Arthur's court. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can if you want.
1: Well, I'm going to say. I think it. the
2: one you were talking about, the frog one, was the celebrated jumping frog.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Mark Twain's great. Uh, Bill Murray charging seventy-five quid a pop. Fair play. So he comes on. There's um, a, a well-famous cellist, a violinist, a pianist, and a page-turner for the for the pianist. And uh, they come out, and um, he reads Mark Twain he and just Hemingway. Always needs an yes, Mark Twain and Hemingway and what have you. Oh, hang on a second. We have, look before we do that. Can we just get the latest um, baseball results from Australia? Picture Phil. Good evening, good day. This is
3: Wally Dingo with your Aussie Rolls roundup. Weekend winners were Melbourne, Hawthorne, Sydney, North Melbourne, Geelong, Richmond, Collingwood, the Eagles, and the Giants. I'll see you next week, or I'll be down at Bondi. Bye. Yeah,
1: thank you very much indeed. Thirty-five minutes on Bob Mills's show, thirty-five seconds on mine,
3: and it was uh, so. And and
1: and this, this 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 wonderful trio played some wonderful music. Now, had it been one or the other. I could have dug it because the music was great. Lo- I love a cello. You know, I think a cello is the uh, the most shaggable instrument. I don't mean it makes the sexiest sound. I mean it's the you instrument, can put
2: your legs around it and it's got a hole the in the instrument
1: middle. I would most right. like to copulate with. Okay, um, I tell you what I find cute though, um, trumpets with the bowler hats in the end.
2: Yeah, they're nice. Save you put your fist in.
1: Uh, if you had to have sex with a with an instrument, dear listener oh three I know we did sexiest instruments, but this is different. this isn't the, the one that you the, if you had to physically if you were um um being held hostage by a crazed drug-fueled crack cocaine um fueled um conductor who'd locked you in the Royal Festival Hall and um would only let you out if you had sex with one of the instruments from the orchestra or any of the other instruments that exist in the world because they just happen to be there as well it's a, it's it's an instrument it's an instrument um extravaganza all the instruments are laid out there like dirty tarts and they're up for it okay so you are not you are not raping an instrument. The instrument is totally compliant in this. The instrument is up for it. The instruments are high on crack cocaine, so there's some ethical thing. Maybe, but the instruments are up for it.
2: They sound vulnerable to me, I don't know. The
1: instruments aren't on crack cocaine. I misread the situation. I misread the situation. The instruments are not on crack cocaine. They are there voluntarily. Right. So they're perverts. They're just
2: playing crazy. They
1: are. But the the, the, the conductor um, is high, high on on drugs, and it's making him, oh, oh. So you've got to have sex with an instrument. You've got to. Um, You can have the cello if you want, but I've been there first, because I'm out. Ooh. You've got it. Okay, guys, I'm going to kill you, unless you choose an instrument to have... Se- hey, Ian's doing it with a cello already. Sam, 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 uh, 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 young Sam, uh, you've got to have sex with an instrument. What instrument would it be? French horn, I'm going fancy. Oh,
2: oh look my mum used to play that, you dirty devil. Hey,
1: listen, I got my hair cut today by um, a guy called, What's his name?
2: It begins with an M. Give me some M. Michael. No. Mark. No. Mick. It's
1: like a Marlon, but it's not a Marlon. Oh. What kind of thing Marvin. is that?
2: No. Miles. No. Keep going. M- Milo. Um, Milton. Alan.
1: Marie. Mar- no, don't you turn your microphone off, Sam. Alan. Yeah. Give me some names begin- beginning with M.
3: you got Michael. Yes. Mois. Yeah. Uh, yes.
4: you got Milton. Yes. Marshall.
3: Yes.
4: Marshall. M- Marvin.
3: Yes. Mark. Yes. Murray.
5: Oh, it was Murray.
3: Well, 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 you never said if it was male or female. Well, well.
1: So Murray, right? He's a young man, and I respected Murray until today, when he's young. He's, how old are you, Sam? What, you twelve? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay, he's a bit younger than you. Maybe a little bit. Oh, he's about the same age, right? And they were playing The Police in there. Normally, it's all this F.U. music, F.U., up your B, you, you C-hole, all of this music. It was the he said, do you like the music we're playing today? A little, little bit less swear words. I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, um, my favourite band is Nickelback. Oh. Unbelievable. At it's not just point, me.
2: At which point, you took the Clippers I'll and said, no took, thanks. I'll
1: let you t- talk to that person who's calling in. But yes, he, his favourite band is Nickelback, early Nickelback, he said. Geez, there are nickelback periods. That
2: doesn't make it any better.
1: But then he said, and I said, mate, and we did some joking banter. I I, I went to get up and walk out and all. We had a little bit of banter. And then he said, I'll go on. Is I'll tell you who I, I really like. Right? It's a young man. Daniel Beddingfield. Oh. And I said, oh, I was rude to Daniel Beddingfield once. I had a massive row with his uh, PR woman. So I was rude to him, but he was a dick. Come si, come sa. Oh, um... Come see, come sat. Come see, come sat. i got. To, I'm going to write down. Let's go. Say there, Adam. Come to you in a bit. Let's go to Dan first. I've got to write a little post-it note. Yes, Dan. Adam, how are you? I'm all right, Danny boy. All right. I'm writing a post-it note, Dan, because I've, I forget this right. And I'm writing. You're I stick staring this. Staring too much again. Yeah, I'm yeah. writing. Ten-year-olds, listen. Ten-year-olds, listen. There we okay, go. Okay.
2: Can you write another one as well? Yeah. Stop. Ian, what do you think? Stop the right? Cockney shouting. Stop the what? Cockney shouting. Right, it's
3: Cockney shouting. Right, Ian. Oh Ian. yeah, Dick. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. dead boy. To be yeah, we need near, yeah. near, yeah. right, near, near get a Cockney mood anyway because Danny Dyer's daughter's on Love Island, so Cockney, what? Right? We watched a bit of Love Island. That girl Don't with the pink pants. Don't spoil it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh,
2: here. Well, here's the spoiler. <laughs> 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 There's not going to be any love. There's going to be plenty of the other.
5: Rawr.
4: Yeah. All right. What, what do you think about uh, Tom York being the musical genius of the 21st century? That statement.
1: Um, I think that's um, Tom York from Radiohead. Indeed. I haven't heard any Radiohead music since OK Computer. So I, I started listening to... I got halfway through track two on Kid A, and I went, nah, I can't be bothered. And that you know was what? the last time I A's listened to him.
3: Sort of, uh, do you know what? I think you should go. Try In Rainbow. Cause mm, that's actually. like... They released that in 2008. Yeah. And that's quite... They've got like a, some. I mean, one of them body snatches. They've got like a nice riff on it and stuff. Well, could you it, it, I mean, could it, you it,
1: tape it and send me a copy of the tape, please? Of the tape, yeah. We'll just listen to it on Spotify. Well, uh, but I haven't got a Spotify account, so it it, ra- it shuffles them. What about what about uh, YouTube? I can't be bothered. Uh, well, sing me, on sing on me it. one of their songs from it.
4: What fr- from there? Yeah. What? <laughs> I d- this body snatches. I do not understand. What
3: it is? Are doing a Chris Tarrant voice? Yes, mate. Go on. <laughs> I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute
1: lunatic! Thank you, Dan. Um, what a lot of fun,
6: Bill. What
1: instrument would you have sex with? Um, just for kinking, is
6: probably an accordion.
1: <laughs> oh, mate, that's going to smart.
6: Well. Um, yeah, I didn't really think about it. You put it on the spot. Is that a question? Yeah, it is. Well, of course it is.
1: I'm just typing it on Twitter. So, what instrument would what would you do? A cello. What would you do?
6: Well, what would you do? A cello. Oh, a cello. I thought you said Shut up Oh, sorry. I thought you were <laughs> on Cockney again. Shut up! I said a cello. Uh, all right, all right. I'm uh, I'm watching you in a different way than normal.
2: What with your pants on?
6: Well, yeah, and I'm not in the bushes, and <laughs> it's on YouTube. Well, I can see She's a, Oh, you're a salt. You're <laughs> right little treacle, is Thanks
2: very much. <laughs> Listen, I've been meaning to ask you, when they say treacle, do they mean treacle tart? Sweetheart,
6: sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, right, sweet, okay. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a sweetheart. Yeah, well played, son, well played, Ian. <laughs> Got you out of that one, Billy. Um? Got me out of that, yeah. I was a little bit uh, caught up in my feet there, weren't I?
1: <laughs> yeah, we go. So, Bill, tell us what's going on because your life is in a constant turmoil, turmoil, <clears throat> turmoil, and I'd uh, love to know what's going on
6: with you, mate. Yeah, it's all good, mate. It's all good. It's sort of just uh, nice and neutral at the minute. That'll do. So, yeah, you just got to go with that,
1: yeah. You got to go with that. You got to go with that. Uh, what you got? Have you got anything for us? Um,
6: which oh, sorry, mate. My, <laughs> my mind went somewhere else. I don't,
1: I'm not asking if you're holding.
6: <laughs> I was going to say you've been a bit public there, mate. No, I'm joking. I was reminded
1: who was it? Who was it? I was. um, Oh well, I, th- I was reminded the other day of the boredom. There's there's a series starring Benedict Cumberbatch where he plays a heroin addict. Mm. Um, and it's I've, got it on Netflix. It's on Sky, I think. There's a big poster oh. in the bath. Now I've not seen it, but I've read some reviews of it, and it it, it He's a heroin addict, and the, apparently the, most of certainly the first episode is about him trying to get heroin. And I read a review, and it, 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 I was reminded of how boring it is being a heavy drug user or a drug addict. It's so boring. That's yeah. oh, a lot of wasted time. It's the, the amount of time, right, weeks I've wasted, sat in my car, right, because the dealer said, I'll meet you by West Hampstead station at midday. So I would get there at 10 o'clock, just in case he got there early, right? Then I kept text. I'm just, I'm, I just got here early whenever, whenever you're ready, I'm here. I'll be there at midday. Midday comes, doesn't turn up. Half past 12, you text him again. He said, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there in a bit. I'm just, I just had to do a delivery. I'm coming. I'll be there in a bit. I'm, I'll be there. And I, I've, I've often waited there till like five, six o'clock in the evening. That's eight hours of waiting. And then you go back with your stash. And you start using it, and pretty much, Bill, from the first, second, third hit, you're thinking, right, how long is this rest? Is the rest of this going to last me? And, yeah. And you're, you're, you're thinking, right, and you might have, I don't know, if it's, you might have, you, I don't know, it's cocaine, four, five, six, I don't know, a gram. You've got a lot of stuff then. You're thinking, how long is this going to. This isn't going to last... This is going to last me until, like, three in the morning. And then I'm going to... Oh, no. And you get on the phone again. God, the bored... And it's so boring. Being a drug addict is primarily about waiting. Waiting. Waiting for what? And for That's the cool. man. And then if they would come round to your house, right, or you would go round to their house, you had to have an hour, at least, of the most boring... Inane conversation about 9/11 or about football. You'd be sat there.
6: That that relates more to me with the uh, the marriage you are now. Yeah, you'd be sat there waiting,
1: and you'd be be talking about their latest theory on 9/11 or something. And because you're bored. Well, then an hour and a half. An hour and a half there. They go, "Hey, shall I skin up? Yes, mate. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Yes, I'm. Shall I rack up a line? Yes." (laughs) That's why I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. I'm only here because I'm an addict and you've got what I want. Just shut up and of, take my money. Shut up and take my money. But you want to be seen. Here's the weird thing. You don't want to be seen as rude to the dealer.
2: Rude to the man who's trying to kill you.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is the insanity of it. This he's taking in, your money. <laughs> and he's taking your money and he's probably cut it's, it with a little bit of vim. he's treating you like a mug. Oh, God, Completely. Completely, but you don't want to be rude, because if you're rude, he might say, do you know what, don't come round here no more. And you you know, and you would buy, oh, it's awful, being in that, don't take drugs, kids, because it's boring. It's the most boring thing ever.
7: It's a setback, a permanent setback. It's a
1: permanent drug addiction, it's a permanent setback. There we go. (laughs) And Ian, I had something for you. Yeah. It's a game, it's polite, don't worry. All right, well, thanks very much, Bill. We'll play it next time, 344 four four we'll, we'll start the show in a minute. The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: Set free your mind, let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: So Kath and I went and saw Bill Murray um, reading some poetry and some Mark Twain and stuff uh, whilst there was like a, a, a classical quartet trio playing. And either or would have been great. The music would have been great, or Bill Murray reading would have been great. Together as a thing I didn't really enjoy. it. Then my friend Mel, who you've met, who dropped off that Game Gear for me. Um, Mel said, my mate um, went to that tonight, and she loved it. Laughed and cried.
2: Well. You would, though, if you paid 75 quid. I
1: suspect her mate probably got a freebie as well. <laughs> i got, I got a feeling her mate got... And it was, listen, it was lovely, lovely, lovely um, and very
2: kind of the Royal Festival Hall to arrange us, uh, the press tickets. We appreciate it. Kind.
1: Oh, God. I'm just arguing with someone who's put me down at... Yes, exactly. So, some, you know this accidental partridge mm-hmm. um, where, you know, people tweet stuff like, oh, I'm really I'm really loving wings. They're so much better than the Beatles or something. And then that gets sent to this website, accidental partridge, and accidental partridge retweet it. So this guy, bryathlete, just... I've tweeted... What instrument would you have sex with? Yeah, he's tweeted accidental partridge. No, I said no, no, it's not. You don't understand what accidental partridge is. So he's replied, fine, purposeful partridge then. I, I, and I've replied, um, yeah, big difference. There's a hu- there's a huge difference, but Athlete. You're so c- Catherine is telling me to block you, but I'm a better. I am a better. Hu- well, actually, let's put it to a vote. Andy, am I? No,
6: they called you. Do you know how fine?
1: ian yes andy you we called you
6: oh oh sorry (laughs) i i sorry my first time caller
1: yeah we called you andy do you not remember the chain of events you phoned us then we rang you back you muppet sorry i completely
6: forgot
1: listen there's a guy on uh, andy hang on this this is important there's a guy on twitter called Bryathlete who's calling me um accidental partridge do i do what Catherine says and block him or do i be the bigger man and um allow him to follow me
6: wait is this alan partridge sorry Oh, uh, sorry, no, I just heard.
2: um Allow us to follow you.
1: OK, Th- thanks very much for your call, Andy.
2: Can you block Andy? No, 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 wait. Here we go. <laughs> no, 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 wait. No, nothing good ever comes from a no, no, no. Alan!
6: No Hiya, boss. Hello, love. Oh, uh, last night's we got Alan with a good one. Um, um,
1: so, tell me, Alan, you're going to have sex with an instrument. What's it going to be? A double bass. Oh, you
2: filthy animal.
1: Well, you can have the double bass. I'll have the cello, her younger sister. Still legal, obviously. And um, it'll be a great night out. Yeah?
4: Yeah. And also, but Twitter problem, Cassoir used to block him.
1: Yeah, you reckon I should block him? Yeah. Now, now we've engaged in dialogue. And if I block him, then it's gonna, <sighs> I'm going to look like um, a bad loser. Have to, have to here's wait. the thing, here's the thing, I can't focus, Alan, and I'll tell you why I can't focus, and I couldn't focus at the Bill Murray show, thank God, and I can't focus on the Ian Lee show, unfortunately, because as I was driving into work, I drove into the talk radio car park, which is not, there's not much space in there, right? Yeah. And the phone rang, and because we was in the talk radio car park, you're allowed to answer the phone, because it's not the p- public highway. So I picked up the phone, and it was Catherine saying, I've got us tickets for Bill Murray. And then as she was saying that, I smacked the side of my car. There's like a a, a metal, there's this this sort of little fence made out of metal poles, right? And I smacked my car into it and knocked it down. Uh And I went, oh, bums. So I got out, two massive, massive dents in the side of my car. Oh no! My that's going to cost. Well, it's not going to cost anything because so I'm not going to fix it. Because here's the thing, right? I can't really afford to fix it. I don't want to fix it. But it's that. And it, this is what you do whenever you, you you bump a car, scrape a car, knock a car, right? And this is two quite big dents, right? I got out and I stood there looking at it. I looked at it from a different angle to see if maybe it would. And then I licked my fingers and I rubbed it. I licked my fingers and I rubbed a dent to see
2: if it would pop out? What is that about? Well, sometimes what? it's paint, isn't it? And it comes off. This was a dent! It's more You're of a sorry. gouge. It's more of a gouge. It's a gouge. And I
1: licked my fingers. So here's it, this is why we don't like um, uh, scrapes and, um, and bumps and knocks on cars. Because it reminds us of our mistakes. It reminds us that we are fallible. It reminds us that we are stupid. It reminds us that we don't pay attention. Okay. Um, and it's going to stay on there now. It's going to stay on there. And here's the other thing, Alan, when, uh, when, and you'll relate to this because you're, you're a bright guy. Yeah. When I am feeling, um, out of sorts and by out of sorts, I mean depressed, depressed or anxious or Wanting drugs, or wanting you to know, go and do... Here, you <laughs> it,
4: <please. laughs> sorry. Have you got to go? No, oh, no. Okay. Okay. no, God, turn one of the tellies off. Go, t- 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 how One so of the, t- the
1: tellies. How many of the tellies has this guy He's got on? has got a
2: nerve centre. Are
1: you working in a CCTV in the shopping mall? No. Okay. Or I'm wanting to. It, basically, it means that I'm not feet, if, w- w- Whenever I get a speeding fine or I get caught in a bus lane or a parking ticket or a little knock, it's always because I've lost focus slightly. As you have. And um, it means I'm not quite up to speed, Alan. So something's not quite right in my psyche, is what I'm trying to say. So, you
6: said, so the vibe's not quite there. The vibe is not
1: quite there.
4: Oh how can we wet the,
1: the situation? And, uh, Alan, that's just something we, we, we just don't know. Um, 0344 499 That's I'd say a pretty good uh, start to the week for us. Uh, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, The Late Night Alternative, only on tour radio.
0: Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule free, Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I hate alarm clocks on talk radio
1: 03444991000 thank you to everybody um, who came and saw the show that Catherine and I did last night the rabbit hole podcast and TV show um, last night in London Uh, about 100 people turned up we had about 240 people watching us online. So thank you to everyone who came. Thank you everyone who watched it. By the end of the night, about 700 people had seen that version and the, the, it went really well. So we tried to stream a TV show using my laptop and in front of a live audience. And it, you know what? It pretty much worked. Couple of things I'd do differently. I'd, I'd like, um, I'd, I'd get some lights in so that we can see, um, uh, Katie Puckrick a little bit better I'd spend a little The sound was a little bit out of sync And I'd have left the microphones open During the films Because there was a lot of Those films got a lot of laughter didn't They were they?
2: really great
1: Gales and indeed howls of laughter And you couldn't hear that If you were watching it at home So about 700 people Have watched it by last night But the sound was out of sync um, And so Matthew fixed it for us Matthew Stevenson fixed it And now nearly a thousand people Have watched it um, If you want to see the show It's about 40 minutes long It's me, Kath Messing around, chatting, talking to Katie Puckrick about sparks, about um, breastfeeding, uh, and about 30 year olds living with their parents, and some really funny, short, silly uh, uh, films. If you want to see it, if you go to rabbit. Uh, no, if you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, and if you look for the rabbit hole television show um, and find it. And and if we, if we, tell you what, if we get 2,000 views, we'll do another one. That sounds, that, that would be worth it then, yeah. wouldn't it? Because it was a lot of work. It was a lot of faff um, that went into it. Um, and if no one's gonna watch it then then absolutely fine. But if if we get two thousand views, we will go and do another one. But I think it's I thought it was good. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah,
2: I didn't think it was gonna work at all. Nope. So from the moment I realised it was working, it was like a weight was lifted. We just yes. did our thing. Yeah and Katie Puckrick is the consummate professional oh and hilarious she and great talk. company.
1: She can talk for America. Job She's done. great.
2: Job she done. she does prep. When she comes on this show, she does prep.
1: I had to look up that word when she'd gone, <laughs> um, but well, you know, it was the first first time we'd done it, and it was a punt, and it was an experiment, and we expected it all to kind of collapse and go up. Thank you for coming as well, Sam. That was your sister last night, was it? It was nice to meet your sister. And um, you know, it, uh, there may be something in it. There may not be. I don't know. But I tell you what, if we get two thousand views, then um, then we'll do it again. Uh, let's see. Good evening, Murray. Right, hey, mate,
3: how's it Oh! Going? Hey, <laughs> hey, this is,
2: this is Nickelback Murray. This is
3: Nickelback Murray. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Nickelback Murray. Is it not? No.
1: Oh, it's, it's other Murray. It's other Murray. Okay. okay. It's other I... Murray. I... Yeah. I thought you sounded a lot posher than uh, than, but I know Murray'll be listening, so I can't be too rude because really... he'll give me a really <laughs> bad bro, haircut okay, next yes. time. Hello, Murray. What you do? You... What well, do you like, Nickelback? Uh, no, I can't really say I do. Honestly, not much of a fan. Do you like looking old photographs? Mm, yeah, you know, sort of. Do you but, like? You know, do you like not, it? Do you like imagining um, what it must be like to be a rock star using cliches?
3: I mean, you can't go wrong with that.
1: Yeah, well, then, then you're halfway. You're halfway to being an NF, a Nickelback fan.
6: Anyway, Murray, what you got for us?
3: All right. So basically, my mate a while ago asked this question. It's not been playing on my mind quite a while. He said, like, you know, what if he found a stone, but it weighed exactly a stone? He was like, "Dead. So how cool would that be?" I mean, thoughts.
1: Well, that, well. Th- that's that's where stones come from. Yeah, yeah. Stones. Yeah,
3: like you, you, you can't have all the stones weighing exactly a stone. But I mean,
1: come on. You wouldn't. Well, you obviously you can't have all of the stones weighing exactly a stone. But some stones
6: weigh a stone. Well, yeah. Some stones have to weigh a stone. But then you got some stones that are weighing two stone.
1: Well, but you said, imagine if you found a stone that weighed a stone. Are you? Did you actually mean to say, imagine if all stones weighed a stone?
3: No, nah, so he was just sat there thinking, like, you're so completely just out of the blue, just sitting on the bus one day saying, like, what trying of stone the way exactly is stone? And, like, you think about how many stones around the world, like, yeah, you got stones away, stone, obviously, but at yeah, the same obviously. point, yeah. you got billions of billions away, a lot more, a lot less. And, you know, I was thinking, bit of a stupid question really but just sort of stuck with me it's not a, it's
1: ago. not a stupid question it's one of the it's one of the cleverest questions and hey, listen we just had yeah. alan caddick on who got told to turn one of the tvs off by his dad so you have totally raised the uh iq of this show by about 200 points murray oh
3: well there you go I'll, I'll make sure he knows that because i mean he got he got like, ripped the hell and back to that one honestly <laughs> well excellent stuff murray
1: thank you very much indeed let's go to gavin good evening gavin all right in hello gavin
6: this is a musical question for you. Here we go! And oh, by the Here way, go, by the man, way, hang on a second,
1: hang on, on hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I ask you a question, Gavin? I want to, Me and Catherine are wondering, no, this isn't about you specifically, this is about the listeners, right? And the oh, call, well, the, No, no, it's not about the listeners, it's about the callers, right? Yes. How cl- clearly can you hear me and Catherine as a caller to this show? How clearly can you hear us on your phone as we're talking to you?
3: I'd give you a solid eight, Mm. solid eight, solid eight. Okay,
2: can you hear me as clearly as him?
3: Oh no, you're louder. Oh, yeah, you're louder than him. Well,
1: okay, just just to be just to be specific, is Catherine louder, or is it just that her voice is is? well, more pi- more piercing, it, it's more, more annoying.
3: No, she's, honestly, Ian, she's louder. Yeah. She's, she's louder.
1: Okay, and, yeah. and more annoying. Okay. No, no,
3: no, bless her. No, she's not. Piercing like those those sirens they used to use outside no, shops. Says, so that... Like I'm Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Dudley always used to beat Peter Cook by toning his voice a little bit louder so they could hear him over his shouting.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. what Kath is doing.
3: No, she's no, she is honestly. So made Kath me is louder. Dudley
1: Moore to my Peter Cook. Oh.
3: <laughs> I like that. Horrible. <laughs> Well anyway, yeah man. Yes. Anyway, yeah. What's your favorite guitar pedal? <laughs> Jesus. Um it, well is, is I, I, sorry, can't rephrase that Ian. Yeah. What's the most influential guitar pedal? Well that's in a your different opinion? that's
1: a different question. Yeah man. Favourite guitar pedal is the flange.
3: Oh you can't beat a bit of flange But or... the
1: most the most influential I mean, guitar pedal has got to be the uh, the baby Wawa. The baby wah-wah? Well, that's what it's called. The baby wah, wah-wah. wah What, do
3: you mean the vox wah or the colour sound wah? It do not matter. Wah-wah. All right. How about a distortion pedal?
1: Uh, I suppose so. I don't know. I've never been <laughs> like... Yeah, I suppose so. Well, no, no, because you don't need a distortion pedal. You can do it with the amp. So, but no, if you play the amp up? Well, then you can't play anything. Well, then you need
7: the distortion pedal, do you? Well, no,
1: you, you don't, because the, if the amp is blown up, the distortion pedal ain't going to do jack. No, you can have a quiet amp with distortion. OK, fine. Um, I still say a wah-wah, and I'll fight any right, man that says phase, otherwise.
3: What? Phase pedal, like um, Johnny Martin Smith.
1: Oh, thank, for goodness sakes, man, what are you talking about? Here's the thing. Now, uh, now Alistair... Hello. Yes, now, Alistair, I'm not going to let you on until we've had a woman phoning up. Okay. Right because we've had no women phoning up and I'll be honest the oh, first the first 37 yeah. minutes have been awful. Sausage party. It's been a sausage party. So Alistair, yeah. W- what I would like is if you could put a plea out to womankind, the sisterhood, um yeah. and and explain to them that you need them to call in otherwise Don't you- explain. No, all right. Then, <laughs> then 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 say that you need them to call in Otherwise, you don't get on. All right. So, where you go, Alistair?
4: Okay. Uh, to all the female listeners out there tonight, um, a plea from Alistair here. Can you please ring in, and then you can speak to the wonderful Ian and Kath, and also I can speak to them too. There
1: we go. You see, you, you heard. He's you heard the desperation in that poor soul's voice. If he, if we don't get some Caniston oestrogen.
2: My God. If
1: we don't get some oestrogen on this show, then, then Alistair doesn't get, then Alistair, hang on a second, let me take that call. Hello, madam, what's your name? Hello, madam, what's your name?
3: Madam. Oh, me? Yes, you. Oh, I thought you said Adam and I'm a girl. I'm called Sydney. Hello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello, Sydney, you're uh, right.
3: Yeah, I knew he knew my name, calling me Adam like he that. Did I call you
2: Adam? I, did, I he didn't call you, you Adam He called you
3: Madam. <laughs> oh madam. Well, normally that's followed by will you please leave? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said that from Homer Simpson, by the way. Well,
1: the, you can, the, 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 a lot of the best philosophy comes from Homer Simpson. Uh, have you called in? Uh, why have you called in, Adam, Madam, Sydney?
3: <laughs> um, I kind of called in to tell you off a little bit, actually, Ian. Ooh, I Excellent. like it. Excellent. I like mm. it. Yeah, go. On. Oh yeah, no, it was a little Twitter thing the other day. I don't get involved, obviously. Yes. But um, but she's about to get involved on some. But I am g- g- involved, yeah. yeah. No, you piled on on some No, I didn't. Mad old mad old lady. Well, hang on a minute. No, hang on you a minute. You've instantly
1: you've instant No, I didn't. You've instant you in that one sentence you've been significantly ruder than I was in the entire exchange when she slandered me. <gasps> in that well, one sentence. You No, no, no. One sentence you've been you've been um, infinitely ruder than I was uh, 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 while I tried to correct a slander. How so? Well, you called her a mad old bint or whatever you just called her. I never called her anything. Oh no,
3: she was a mad old bint. <laughs> no, you can't say that, Ian.
1: But she was. Well, no, but you, you, you've 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 just been. I, I, I never insulted her once, and you've just phoned up and insulted her, and I'm supposed to listen to oh, you. No. I'm supposed to listen to you to get giving me the moral oh, high no. ground. Oh, you
3: know, you've got that. No, no, that's wrong. I wouldn't. You, oh, you, oh, you just I feel did. Terrible now. You just did. Oh, you've made me feel terrible. No, Ian. I haven't. I
1: haven't. <laughs> you've made yourself feel terrible. I've not I made have. you feel terrible. You're exactly. right. Exactly. Exactly.
3: No, you're absolutely right. I, I would I not blame you for my words. Yeah. Well, no, you
1: can't blame me for your words. God, gotcha you're as bad as she no, was. No, and,
3: and and I wouldn't. Oh no, I feel I feel super dreadful. No, I giggling because i feel nervous but that's awful i didn't mean that you i've said just it twi- realized you said it twice no and yes. so so lightly thrown words can be yep. an impact can't they you got oh, it no and i did kind of know that before i come well, up and had a go at you but Sydney, i'm
1: glad i'm yeah, glad you no. helped uh, my absolute pleasure to help oh, I'm oh. here to educate thanks very much for your call 344 499
2: the pwner becomes the Ha <laughs> and it's is
1: talk radio
0: the late night lip service for lovers loners and lounge lizards yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? the late night alternative with Ian Lee oh, I've forgotten your name already excuse me on talk radio
1: so Catherine is complimenting me on the T-shirt I'm wearing, which she bought for me, and I just told her I've gone off this T-shirt. And I was thinking of chucking it after today. I've had it for about a year. Thank you. It served me well. Both of them. You bought me two. It's too wordy. And here's a thing. Can I? I mean, how? How Why is it? Shut up now. Okay. All right. Fine. The show's based on honesty, and um, well, you don't want my it?
2: relationship isn't. So if you okay. want more presents from me, you're that grateful. Well.
1: I want more presents that I'll like. And I did like this T-shirt. I did like this T-shirt, but my t- taste has changed. But there is one T-shirt you bought me that I don't like. And I've never worn. And I never will wear really. The Lego one. No, I like the Lego one. I think it shrunk. It shrank. Do you want to know? No. Okay.
2: Um, um. No, the damage is done. Just so that you
1: don't make the same mistake. I, I, won't,
2: I, I, I lo- won't. I won't. I won't. make I any like... more mistakes or purchases. Well, no, no, no. Well, that's a mistake. Not for no, me, it isn't. You're making a mistake there. I earn significantly less than you. Yes. I took time and effort to buy something.
1: I liked this T-shirt so for the first year. Wow. The last six months, wow. I've, my taste has changed. Okay. Would you like to know the one T-shirt? Nope. Yep.
2: When's your birthday again?
1: It's Saturday, mate. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure you don't balls this up, and there's still time to return stuff. I don't know why this has turned into an awkward moment. This should be a very freeing. I'm going to say it, a loving moment. This is friends loving each other. This is honesty beyond compare. This is what it's.
3: This is what it's all about, you isn't it, like Alec? Sorry? Yeah, but you need to hear it. That's not you, but you need to hear That's it. That, is it? <sighs> Honestly, so tell it, tell him what's going on. Go away, no,
5: no.
1: Hello, hello. Yeah, what's going on?
6: Oh, hello. Hello, Alison. she? <laughs> He's re- <laughs> he's right. You don't
1: don't ha- don't have it on loudspeaker for him.
6: <laughs> don't
1: have it on loudspeaker.
8: <laughs> Sorry, didn't realise we were alive. No, well, um... we-
1: yes, go. Alison, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Catherine is my best friend, right? Yeah. But we've we've just literally in the last thirty-five seconds we've just fallen out.
8: Oh, Cause why?
1: Because she's um, arrogant.
8: Why do you think she's arrogant, though?
1: Because she doesn't want to learn.
8: Yeah, but is that your perception of
1: her? My perceptions are generally pretty spot on, aren't they, Kath? Are they always? I would say yeah. Yeah, but no one's perfectly. Are they? Well, you're not, are you, Ali?
8: I know it's Ian. No, I'm not perfect. Far from it.
1: No. Here's the thing, right. Catherine buys me some wonderful T-shirts, including my favourite T-shirt of all time... The Bruce, yep. the Bruce Lye one. Right? I love it. My favorite, I wore mm-hmm. it, I wore it, um, two days ago, three days ago. Love it. My favorite t shirt of all time. And I'm wearing a t, <laughs> here we go. Give up the, give up the facts. I'm wearing a t shirt yeah, that she bought really. me about 18 months ago. And for the first year, I loved it. And then just today, it's partly the design, it's partly because it, I feel, I feel a bit fat. Um, I, I just thinking, oh, I've gone off this t shirt a bit. And that's, that's fine, isn't it, Alison? We're allowed to, we're allowed to go off things, aren't we?
8: Yeah that's perfectly fine. Of course
1: it's perfectly fine. And that's what's happened there. And then there was another t-shirt that Catherine bought me that I mm. I, I didn't like. I didn't like it. And I'm and I and I'm not going to wear it. But I I would like to tell Catherine what that t-shirt is. She would not like to know. This conversation, as far as she is concerned, is over. Is that correct, Catherine? Yeah. She's given me... She's. If you're watching it on YouTube, you can see she's given me what could be um, described as skunk-eye. Right, so, OK. So that puts um, us in... We can't see you, but yeah, go on. OK. Well, trust me, it's a skunk-eye. So I can't even look at her now. So that puts that puts me in an awkward position. It puts our friendship... In a very, very tenuous position, hanging by a thread.
8: What, over a T-shirt?
5: Mm, mm, mmm.
2: It's not really about T-shirts, though, is it? It's about gratitude. Yeah, but there's gratitude
8: and there's a T-shirt and then there's actually looking at what life is really about. She's on my side. It's only a T-shirt.
2: She's on my side. Yeah, so why couldn't you just say thank you very much and, and never mention that you thank, hated it? I've, I've said no, that. I've no, said, but thank you very much. But I really,
8: you know, at least when you get something for your birthday, thank you very much. You know, it's a really great gesture. But can it's I have the really receipt? My cup of tea. Yeah. So could
2: I've never could done that I either. The receipt and I've never lo- done that either. That's I, just rude. I love right.
8: Well, Alison's then you know, there's a, there's a lesson to be learned in your in your friendship, isn't there? About the, communication. There is
1: Alison. There is it's, Catherine. There's a lesson to be learned in your. Say less. There's a lesson to be learned in your friendship. Yes. with me. In no. your
8: communication as a friendship,
1: exactly, Catherine. Oh, maybe I'm just use not my deci- just
2: one. Maybe just my decisions to buy him anything.
1: I like Alison's outlook on life. She's like a, a modern-day Cockney smoking Gandhi or Buddha.
8: <laughs> I'm a Cockney smoking Gandhi, apparently. i just telling you, <laughs> that's my husband. Sorry. Okay. Uh, the reason can I, can I can I just change the subject a little bit slightly, just Please. a little bit more
6: squiffy. <laughs> <laughs> please do yeah okay,
8: so me and my husband are li- lying in bed we, we've had our own discussions today about I've had a really bad day at work yeah. and uh, cut a short, a long story very very short yeah. we're sitting in here listening to you we're laying on the on the bed I've got one um speaker phone in and he's got the other one in yeah. and we are chitter-chattering away and um Very engaged. And all of a sudden, I've got up and I've gone and got my facial wipes. And then I started cleaning my bottoms of my feet. And he went, what are you doing? And I went, well, I was sitting there and I'm laying because we've got got sliding doors, a mirror. Yeah. That's opposite our bed.
1: Sounds very cute. And I went,
8: well, even though I haven't got my glasses on, I can see that I've got black feet. So I'm cleaning my feet. And he went, you have got to phone and tell them that.
1: So I went all right then. So that's um, well, one the, of the reasons why. I so your husband wants <laughs> you to. Huh? Your husband wants you to have dirty feet.
8: No, he just wondered what I was doing because we were very, very engaged <laughs> in your conversation. <laughs> and and then uh, he went, what are you doing? I went. I've got black feet.
1: Alison, Alison, <laughs> He
8: are you're cleaning your feet with A- your face wipes. I went, yeah.
1: Alison, <laughs> put the put the wet wipes on the floor.
8: Oh, they are, long
1: gone. Take the headphones out and sit astride your husband and just just make love.
8: No, 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 it's too late for that. I need to get up in the morning. (laughs) Oh, come on.
1: Live dangerously, Alison.
8: Hi, Hi, do you know what? I've lived dangerously for a long, long time in my life. Now you need a good night's sleep. I need a good night's sleep. Well, yeah, okay. we do. We have a good laugh, my husband and I. Good for and you.
1: Yeah. Well, how come you've got such dirty feet? Where have you been? Well, I went
8: in the garden, obviously, earlier with my flip flops on. Oh, ob- obviously, obviously, quite dirty. Ob-
1: obviously, I'm sorry. Of course, obviously, obviously of course you did. Yes. yes. Again, obviously. If you have got flip flops on, though, your feet aren't touching. Uh, uh, your feet aren't touching the ground.
8: No, I know, but maybe I need to clean my flip flops. Though and that's the
1: thing. Alison, lovely to talk to you. Thanks for the call. Take care. Bye bye. Let's go, Alistair. Hello. It worked. Your plea worked. We had two women on the line, so now you're free to come on.
3: Hi. Um. I'd like the saxophone,
5: in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Or as I like to call it, the saxophone. Um. Why the why um um? And let me just think. Do I want to ask this question? Hang on
6: a second.
4: Um, yeah, we'll go for it. Why the saxophone, Alistair? Well, I did have to check it on the internet to see what size the horn was at the bottom. Yes. To see whether it was going to be practical. Yes, and is it definitely practical? But I think lube maybe. Good
1: lad. Thank you very much, Alistair. There, ladies and gentlemen, wants to make love to a saxophone. Wow. I'd never really listen to this. She's really going for it, isn't she? It's a
2: very sad song, actually, this. Why? Because not because they're not into it. Oh. It's all about um, it's how boring it is. They don't love each other anymore. I've
1: seen Jane Birkin live. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. There's a bag named after her.
2: Yeah, Birkin bag.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I thought it was the Jane bag. Let's go to... <laughs> oh, I'm not talking to you. I forgot. Yay! Yay, yay, yay! Hello, Pat! Hi, hello, hello Pat. It's been it's been a, it's been fifteen hours and twenty days.
6: It's been a long time, hasn't it? It really has. Not long enough, some might say. Oh, do you have you missed me? Nope, not at all. Nope. I've got a t-shirt you can have, Ian. Uh, fantastic. What's that? It's got a t- it's a black t-shirt. I've got it for in a stocking for my mum, and it's got may I suggest the sausage, oh. and it's got an arrow down. Okay. Would you like that? Um, my, the
1: best T-shirt I ever saw, and it's really offensive, right? And it's, it's, mm-hmm. the, best t-shirt because, um, uh, it's the best T-shirt because it's so offensive, right? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to dump it, okay? So you'll hear it, Pat. You'll hear it, Catherine. YouTubers, you'll hear it. Sam, you at home, you won't hear it, okay? Oh. But I was driving down Marleybone Road in London, and I stopped at some traffic lights, and there was a bloke, and on his right was his mate. That's a great T-shirt, isn't it?
6: That's a great T-shirt. Oh, can I tell everyone on the air what you said? No, you can't. No, I've just dumped it. Uh, oh, okay. It's nice to see that your your joke got dumped rather than me, Ian.
1: Well, there's there's still there's still another seven seconds. Don't worry, there's plenty of time.
6: Oh, how, how's Kathy? Oh, she left? I don't know her, Kathy. Cass, Cass. Do you mean Catherine? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I haven't run run, run up for ages. Can I, Ian, I've got... I'll tell you how I am.
2: I'll tell you how I am, Pat. Hurt. Why? Oh, just when a friend lets you down, it's it's hard,
6: isn't it? It is. is, I've got two treats for you. Not tonight. Okay. Since I've been... uh, When I got put away... I had a lot of time practicing, and then I came out. and I'm going to this week. I'm going to do plate spinning
1: for you. That's fantastic, Pat. What 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 day can we look forward to that?
6: Probably Thursday because Mum's not very well. So I've got to I've got to go out somewhere and 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 use somewhere else because mum, Mum's very angry because I used all her Diana plates. Well, that for, for rehearsals from, the, you know, the ones from the Sunday
1: supplements. Yeah, OK. Well, thank you, Pat. Thank you for that. Um, I saw that there's a book out about the lady that married Prince William. I can't remember her name. Written by the man who wrote the Princess Diana book. That man's obsessed with women around those boys. isn't? What, what's his name? Brian Morton. Bruce Morton.
2: Andrew Morton. That's
1: the fella. The
2: is it of... about Catherine or is it about uh, Meghan Markle?
1: M- yeah, one of those two ladies. Maybe he's... I'd... I bet Meghan... I think it's
0: Catherine.
2: Really? I don't know. I bet there's not much to write, really. No, not really. Uh,
1: this is Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's
9: a song that transcends time, Africa, by Toto. Remember that one? A Cleveland girl is obsessed with it, and tonight there's proof. She heard it on a popular Netflix show and convinced one of her favourite bands to cover it. It's unbelievable And NBC's Joe Fryer has the story. In mere seconds, that distinctive keyboard sound will take you back to 1982 when the band Toto released Africa. Though it hit the charts 21 years before Mary Klim was even born, she took a liking to the song, especially after hearing it on the Netflix show Stranger Things. December, she created a Twitter account devoted to convincing her favorite band Weezer to cover the song. I thought it'd be funny, like thought people would get a kick out of it if I told Weezer to cover Africa. Creative renditions already abound. (laughs) Last week the rock band finally responded to Mary's challenge, performing the popular Toto tune Rosanna. Days later, the group unveiled this. A version of Africa that quickly reached number one on the iTunes charts.
4: It does blow my mind. I didn't think they would actually end up covering it one day.
9: Today, Toto's Steve Lukather had a message for Mary with help from a special guest. Mary,
10: thank you so very much for putting this whole crazy Toto Weezer thing together. It's number one. I can't even believe it. Me and the guys are just flipped out.
9: That... It's insane. (laughs) Victory for a quiet Ohio teenager who found her voice in a retro classic. Joe Fryer, NBC News.
1: One thousand, The Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio With me Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle You can listen on DAB You can download the app Or you can go to talkradio.co.uk Or you can watch the show If you go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee Find the live stream And you can watch it there Or you can watch all the old shows uh, And you can also watch the Rabbit Hole TV show What We Done Last Night with Katie Puckrick Loads of short films It's only 40 minutes long um, And it's free Uh, And you can go and watch it and have a look. And it's the first one we've done, and I would do things slightly differently next time. But for the first one, I'm very, very pleased. It was a technical thing, but also it's very funny and uh, artistically quite satisfying. Um, And we're up to about 900 views already. I'm not even going to count the 650-700 views we had on the other version. I'm not even counting those. If we get to 2,000 views, we'll do another one. 0344 499 1000. You can call in about anything you want. We've talked about uh, me crashing my car. We've talked about Bill Murray. We've talked about... Oh, yes. What instrument would you have sex with? Deborah's on the line. Good evening, Deborah. Ian,
3: I am so cross with you. Oh, yes. Uh, Catherine went out in her own time and bought you a t-shirt, and you publicly humiliated her on radio. That is awful.
1: She allowed herself to be humiliated. What? What? By buying you a t-shirt? That is awful. No, by not being able to take. Well, first of all, Deborah, you're being yes, very pa- you're being very patronising towards Catherine.
3: We don't know. No, any... she isn't. We don't. No, know. I'm
2: not. I would never patronise another woman. Don't you speak for me? No, don't you speak? No, thank you,
3: Catherine. And she sounds a lot better than you do on radio.
1: <gasps> well, in in a couple of weeks' time, we'll put that to the <laughs> test when I go away for four nights and Catherine sits in and hosts. I suspect it'll be a car crash.
3: I don't. Well, car crash. Let's talk about car crashes. You've had your car scrapes, haven't you? Yes, I have. Well, let's talk about car crashes then. Go on then. Along what, with t-shirts. What would you? What? Oh, a snorter.
1: <laughs> I'm arguing with a snorter. <laughs> Suddenly I have the upper hand again. She's a snorter, guys. <laughs> what would you like to say about car crashes, Deborah?
3: Well, you gouged your car. Yes. Yeah?
11: Yes. Yep,
3: yep, yep. And then you use that on the radio mm. to um emphasize the point.
1: Sorry? I, I don't think so, you quite understand what you're saying. Try again. No. Take I another run up at the... it.
3: Listen to me. Your I'm, I'm, friend I'm you t- to me. What t-shirts. What's that got to do with the car? Because you said what, car crash te- um, radio.
1: Yes. Well, you, then you said you wanted to talk about the literal car. It wasn't a car crash. It was a, it was a scraping of the car. So, but I don't understand what me scraping my car has got to do with Catherine buying inappropriate presents.
3: Because you said car crash. Yes. And then you said you so- wanted to talk about car crash. Oh, I don't want to talk about car crash. But, but you, yeah, want you to said it. You said crash. it.
1: You said it twice. You said, "Let's talk about car crash." Oh no,
3: let's talk about t-shirts. You want to
1: go back to t-shirts? Okay, just focus on one topic at a time, Deborah. And I think we'll 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 start to make some progress.
3: Ian, or... now who's being patronising? Ian is.
1: Catherine is. She's patronising no. you. She thinks you can't you can't have a conversation with me on your own. So she's butting in to try and
3: help you. She, Deborah doesn't need help. No, I don't. Um, exactly uh, Catherine. I would just like to say i think you're uh, an absolute awful friend yes he it's terrible she's terrible
1: no, just to clarify deborah who are you speaking to there because we both thought you were speaking to the other one who is an awful friend
3: terrible you are you know exactly who i'm talking to i oh, do i do
1: but i like i i like Catherine, and i will not have someone speaking to her like that
3: well it's a shame you don't take a leaf out of your own book then isn't it really because you came on radio and said oh she bought me a t-shirt and i don't like it yeah Yeah. that's awful no it's not not. so have you you, deborah have
1: you not got friends that you can be honest with would you rather that your friends wasted money on things that you don't like i've got friendships where i can be honest and say hey listen i appreciate the gesture thank you but but i would like you to save money in the future Catherine, no you haven't
2: you've just really hurt my feelings
1: Oh, she's walking out now, <laughs> <laughs> And this is
2: how
1: this is how you derive pleasure—is it—is—is is driving a wedge amongst amongst best
3: friends? This is what how you derive well, you, pleasure. Whoa, 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 very stra- whoa, whoa! You're let's a very strange fish, Debbie. Let's back up here, please. Tonto. Do you you did that by saying no, no, you didn't no. like the t-shirt she bought? Let's in. let's
1: just say that, that Catherine was sat in the studio. Amicably, until, right. until you came on, and then she left the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, l- l- when when Catherine was in the studio, you weren't here. Then when, when you were here, Catherine wasn't in the studio. But there's, I can only draw one conclusion from that. I am Catherine. Sorry? No, that wasn't the conclusion that I was drawing, you muppet! <laughs> <laughs> you silly sausage! No! <laughs> Catherine is back, guys, and you'll be pleased to know she's brought she's um, backing up your car she's brought a selfie lamp
2: makes <laughs> me <laughs> look like a ghost <laughs>
1: so that she can be seen on the YouTube channel <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am now going on YouTube to watch a rabbit hole what call it?
1: yeah okay well you, you go and do that
3: right it's very nice chatting to you Deborah, I, tell, I wish I, tell, I, wish I could what, say
1: the same for you Catherine should go out and find some better friends okay Shit. Can I, can, may I make a suggestion Deborah put the bottle down <laughs> thanks for calling You do attract some very queer fish.
2: I thought Deborah spoke a lot of sense.
1: Couldn't understand a word of this. Slurring so much.
2: Let's try Stephen. Good evening, Stephen.
4: Hi, Ian. Well, I have to echo what the previous crew has said to some extent. I mean, I think you not only let Catherine down, but you let yourself down. Yes.
1: By being honest?
4: Well... There's honesty and there's gratitude.
1: Yeah, and both I mean, both both can coexist. I'm I'm grateful for the present, but if I'm honest, it's not something I would choose to wear. What, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. He froze because he knows there's nothing wrong with it.
4: You've heard about the intention thing, you know. It, people can't be mind readers. Even a, even a best friend cannot be no. psychic. No. no. All so so the le- so no, exactly.
2: So Can I just t- make a correction? Ex best friend. Ex best
1: friend. So learn. F- wow, that's harsh. You'll you'll come to regret that, but don't worry, I'll take you back. But but exactly. So to save her from continually making the same mistake, Stephen, why don't I just yeah. say, "Hey, listen, I appreciate the gesture. Thank you so much." But um, that's not. I, I probably wouldn't choose to wear that.
4: Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be better if, say, for example, if I lied
1: was, to my best friend? No, it wouldn't.
4: I mean, if it was, say, a black t-shirt and you did, and you didn't like black, for example, you could say in a subtle way, "By the way, I'm not so keen on dark t-shirts. I prefer colourful ones." But you don't have to say, "Well, that one you got me last time. I, I don't like it, and, I, and I'll never wear it." I mean, that sounds a bit harsh well, to me. Well,
1: well, because because um, because you don't live in the modern world. Do you want me to wear something I don't like?
2: Yes. Yes, Not, I,
1: not do. actually talking to you. Yes, we we'll, I we'll, do. We'll have this conversation in a minute, but I'm talking to this uh, to Stephen first. Stephen.
4: Well, you don't have to wear it in front of Catherine. You don't have to pray. So it I've got to wear a
1: T-shirt that I don't like that she bought me. I've got to wear it privately. That's nuts.
4: But, but you, don't, you didn't have to bring it up in the first place. Well, you, you know. Didn't.
2: I mean yes, well, did he did it, it deliberately to hurt? That's why.
4: Oh, well you see i mean i received a card on my birthday uh ian which is St patrick's day 17th of march huh? and i had a card from someone i didn't expect a card from it was a friend of a late friend a friend that passed away a year ago and um her friend who i've never seen either, there's
1: a lot, there's a lot uh, of friends in this
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I know it gets difficult, I don't want to say names on the air, but so the friend that passed away, her best friend, yes. um, carried on the tradition of sending me a card, if yes. you like, you know, and I was really grateful, and I was only a card, I mean, it's, you know, we're not talking about like there was a £100 note inside or something, but it was just the fact of getting the card, no I felt gratitude yeah. towards this, you
1: know? Oh, I hate, I hate birthday cards, I think they're a waste of time and money. Apart from the one that was sent to me from uh, some staff at a bakery today, thanks guys. I think I think um, I think people that that get birthday cards are selfish. <laughs> Why? Well, you know, well, do you know how many trees are being chopped down? just to make crappy birthday cards. Oh, and then these are
4: recycled. they've got the recycle logo on yeah yeah the yeah logo. but
1: they're not 100% recyclable. So they cut trees have been chopped down to, to for something that'll go on your mantelpiece for 5 days. Then there's the the um uh, the carbon footprint of it being posted in one part of the country and then being delivered to another part of the country. I think birthday actually, cards are, are very very old fashioned
4: selfish yes, um but the carb- then, The cards are still up. She sent me a birthday card and an Easter card, and I've got both still up.
1: I'm sorry, Stephen, I didn't realise you were a weirdo. I do apologise.
4: Can I mention about your car thing? Have you... Was it the um, barrier thing that come up from the ground?
0: No, no. Bollards.
4: Yes. Now, the same thing happened to Mike Graham
1: no no it was no i know i was there when it happened to mike graham uh, no it wasn't that it was near that area me and Kath were there when it happened to mike graham and one of these these um there's the silly person who works next door and, and and put up these bollards by his parking space and one ripped do you remember that it ripped mike graham's undercarriage yeah 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 but mike graham's a terrible terrible driver and i'm going to say it, an awful human being
4: That. <laughs> Mike Graham. Have you ever met him? Well, I've spoken to him on air. He seems pleasant enough. I mean...
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it's an act. You you meet Mike Graham. You can tell him this tomorrow if you want. You meet Mike Graham in the flesh. He's a disgusting human being. Foul.
4: <laughs> well, well, I've shaken hands with you, Ian. I don't know you, I don't think you remember that, but I've yet to have the pleasure of shaking.
1: Mm, hang on, let me just think back. Let me go through my handshakes. Were you the short guy with glasses and dark hair? Short? No. Uh, well, I don't remember it then, so. You're the tall guy. I'm tall,
4: six or one and
1: a half. Yeah, I remember you. I remember shaking your hand. It was right hands, wasn't it? <laughs> Thank yeah. you, thank you, Stephen. I remember that perfectly. Thank you very much indeed. One of my one of my greatest ever handshakes. Even though he's a weirdo. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand.
0: This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, Ooh. and meat packers. Oh, uh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio.
6: Oh
1: three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um. If you go on Twitter, Mike Graham is currently arguing with uh, Raheem Kassam. <laughs> <laughs> oh Battle of the arseholes. I'm joking. I like Mike Graham a lot. I listened to him um, uh, today. He, was, uh, he had Daisy on, didn't he? And it was... Um, I, look, I look good at that. Uh, it was a good old show today. What was he talking about? That uh, really made me laugh. Oh, what was he talking about? I nearly texted in. I can't think yeah, he said he did something that really made me laugh. Good evening, Lauren. Hello. Hello Lauren Hello Lauren, my old friend. It's good to talk with you again. <laughs> You're right, what you got for us, Lauren?
12: I think I can solve your T shirt problem. I have a couple of suggestions.
1: I don't have a T shirt problem. Someone has a T shirt attitude problem, but I don't have a T shirt problem. I'm very, I'm First very comfortable off, around
12: that. I, I think gift receipts might be an idea for the two of you.
2: Nope. No more gifts. That's the answer. Well, I think
12: perhaps you know the t shirt you really want, Ian, that you have to hit the dump button for.
1: I didn't. I know, I didn't want that t shirt.
12: No, I, I think you should buy it for Catherine.
1: <laughs> oh, I could, yeah. Well, hang on a minute. They're, but then it'll be pointing at me. Yes. I know. I'm up for that. It's 2018, you know. Whatever. Whatever. whatever it's 2018. I'll, I you might I'll, find if... an orchestra. Sorry, um, I certainly find a baton. Um, listen, here's the thing. Do you not think, Lauren? Right, that it's um, it, that we should be honest with our friends. There are so many friendships and relationships and marriages and partnerships and working partnerships where we're just not honest with each other, and we just we just kind of fudge around the truth. And, and you'd rather that. You'd rather um, that people lied to each other than than, than, than honesty. Let I me, can't do that. Let me
2: help you out with this. Yeah, go on. How many T-shirts have I got you over the over the time we've known each other? Loads, um, right? About eight. Right. How many do you not like?
1: Well, there's there's one I didn't like upon opening. Yeah. And there's one that I've gone off after 18 months.
2: Okay, so it's a pretty good hit rate, That's right? That's brilliant. Oh, it is brilliant. So shut up then.
1: Okay, so I'll just throw it away then.
2: I wish I didn't know that.
1: Well, so I'll j- oh, right, I won't throw it away. I'll keep it.
12: You can use it to polish the dent in your car.
1: I'll polish your dent in a minute.
12: Oh, don't say that. That <laughs> sounds... <tell> sounds <laughs> <laughs> I
8: didn't
1: mean that. Please, for God's sake, don't take me to a tribunal.
5: <laughs>
12: I'll it. think about it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with, you know, I've never been married, so we'll just write that off. And okay. I, But I don't know. Not everyone in life is honest. But Do I, you tell your kids Father Christmas is real?
1: Well, yeah, because, yeah, because Father Christmas real. is real.
12: Oh, then he's missed me out for a fair few years. Well, then, then
1: there you go, Lauren. You see, Maybe and I you think you be got, so naughty. You've got to start asking yourself why. <laughs> got to start asking yourself why. Um, honesty is the key thing, and I, I've spent a lot of my life, and I don't mean, you know, honesty for the the the. Um, uh... <laughs> right.
2: Someone being honest on the messages.
1: Someone's being a grass. Someone someone called Lord Martin, find this guy, let's find this guy, has tweeted, Mike Graham, that bloke who's on talk radio, I just called you an arsehole. (laughs) And here he is talking about forking t-shirts with a couple of think birds.
2: Think birds? I can't even... If you mean thick birds, learn how to spell thick. We can't even...
1: (laughs) Find this Lord... Right, find Lord Martin on Twitter, because I want to... Lord Martin... I probably, oh, my Here brain.
2: we go. Think birds.
1: Uh You're a grass and an idiot. There we go. That's that's destroyed him. Um I was about to say something really wise then and I've forgotten what it is what it is, so we said we'll go to Zach. Good evening, Zach.
6: Good evening there. Good evening, Zach. How are you this evening, Zachariah?
3: Good. I just called in because I'm a bit bored because baby's crying and I can't get sleep. Hey, so uh, baby's baby's at home
1: now. Yeah. How long has baby been at home? Well, oh, probably
3: like two, three weeks on less.
1: And at what point did you want baby to go back to hospital?
3: Mm, day four. Yeah. Oh, day four lasted to day four. Well done.
1: Um, it's different. <laughs> things are different, aren't they, man?
3: Yeah, I was a bit gutted
1: though because I got tickets
3: to watch your show on Sunday, but I couldn't
1: make it. Oh man, alive, Zach! Outrageous behaviour. Well, you missed a good old night, um, but never mind. You've got you've got another. You've got a new human being living in your house. How's how? First of all, how's mum? Is mum all right? Yeah. Tired. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and how are you feeling? Are you feeling a little bit left out, or are you feeling okay?
3: I'm just looking
1: after the dogs because I think they feel a little bit left out as well. Yeah, do the, 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 you know, that's, that is a really observant thing. When um, we had our kids, the cat, the cat that had been kind of the centre of my attention for a long time and then my wife's attention for a shorter time, a couple of years, the cat suddenly was, was being pushed off the bed and being told not to stay up in the bedroom because we had the baby there and was left out, you know, and wasn't the focus of attention. And you're right, the animals, I think... Um, Animals react to that, and they're aware of that. And uh, yeah, that's well, well, good for you, Zach. You're doing a good thing, man.
3: But Shabbat at the right time, especially as half term is only a week after Shabbat, so I have a whole week, you know, to be at oh.
1: home. Well, there you go. You got Shabbat. You got your half term, and uh, you got the you got the new Han Solo movie. What more could uh, could uh, uh, young people want?
3: Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to try and make the Manchester show. How the hell are you going to get July? to
1: Manchester? That's miles away.
3: Uh, well, there might be
8: a gaming convention going on nearby anyway.
1: Well, uh, in the area. Hang on. There might be a what?
3: Well, because in Manchester they do like insomnia, and I think they do one in summer,
1: but I'm not certain. Oh, gaming convention. Ooh. Well, let us know, man, because, I, you know, it's a long old way to go, and I, I don't want you, um, you know, it's a long old way to go.
3: All right. Uh, All right, man. Well, listen, nice talking anyway. to you, Zach.
1: Have a good night. Cheers. Ta-ta. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Wayne.
4: Good evening, Ian. How are you?
1: I'm very, very, very well. Good, uh, man. There,
2: Look at this. Have you seen this? Yes. That's not my bum. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Dear
4: God. I'm all right, Wayne. What you got for us? Uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, looking after my baby. Uh-oh. So she, might, she might just, like, cry any moment. Today. Beautiful. We'll like How old is the baby? Park? Uh, six weeks. Oh, another uh,
1: new one! Look at this! Fantastic!
3: Yeah. Beautiful!
1: Oh, well, congratulations!
3: But it's just like, like, since she's came, everything's, like, changed, and it's like... It's mad, isn't it? You Go just, on. like... Tell me, tell me how it's like, changed for you. Like, like, it's just like, as a dad, it's yeah. like... I feel like I'm involved in family politics now. I'm having to defend myself, I'm... Grabbing noise out my back because people are having a girl. I go, I don't understand what's going
1: on. Why? So, why do you? Um, first of all, this is really common because hmm. you're right. The whole dynamic changes the, from the, the the micro dynamic of you and the the baby's mother yeah. to then in laws and grandparents and niece. Uh, everything changes. Um, so, but so what? What? How has the dynamic changed for you?
3: Um, I, it's just i don't know it's just like i feel like under attack and i'm like whatever i'm i don't know just it's just it's just confusing i'm finding it i'm from, just like from
1: her parents
3: uh, no not necessarily it's just like all quarters it's like whoa okay oh. uh i thought i was doing the right thing and da, da, da. <laughs> you
7: know it, I, I think it's just that imbalance of i don't know what i'm doing i'm just
4: winged
1: it, you know, well yeah, most parents do wing it that's um yeah. you can read all the books in the world, but there's an element of winging how are you getting on mm. with your uh with the baby's mum yeah 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 great Th- yeah, that's, yeah, the right. that's the main thing that's the main thing that's the main thing right that's the yeah. the three of you are the the core and the key to this right mm. um so as long as you two are getting on you three are getting on, yeah, everything else will work itself out eventually,
3: yeah, but um I mean, the thing for me is, like, I have anxiety. Yeah. And I just I just think, oh, like, stupidly I keep coming off the meds. I don't know why. No. But I'm like, I don't know. It's that denial of wanting to accept it and rather, to...
1: Are you coming off the meds with or without your doctor? Mm. Without. Okay. Each well, time. Well, that's stupid. Uh, that's a dumb I thing know. to do. I know it is. And uh, w- w- are you on or off them now? Off oh, again. How long have you been off them?
3: Uh, it's all over the place, to be honest. Like I don't know what I'm, like.
7: It's
4: all over the place. Right. Okay.
1: Well, this this may I suggest? May I suggest mm. that there possibly is um, a huge dynamic shift within your family. <laughs> oh, yeah.
6: you're right. No, I okay. dropped the all right. drop the baby. That's right. As long as, you don't, as long you
1: don't drop the baby, keep, keep as long as you've got a no. tight grip on the other one, that's fine. There yeah, is also there is also when you come off meds and go back on, and then come off and do all that it kind of screws up our perception of what people are. uh, It it screws up our perception and it can make us a little bit paranoid. And sometimes we perceive um, aggression and anger and condescension when actually it's just someone trying to be be a bit helpful. So that, coupled with the fact the baby's six weeks old, man, I remember six weeks, no sleep no sleep that horrible sleep where you're constantly on the edge of the of sleep because you're thinking is the baby hungry is the baby breathing that was the constant thing um yeah. so with with the greatest respect right now you're nuts man <laughs> seriously because of the lack of sleep and, mm. and the meds my one suggestion would be well but first of all it gets easier right it gets yeah. easier in a little while you still got still got a bit more to go but it, it will get easier I would suggest you go to the doctor and have a very honest chat, I'm not I wouldn't suggest you go back on the meds or stay off them, I don't know, but I would go and have a chat with your doctor and explain what you're doing and um, what they would suggest, and then I I really recommend you listen to that suggestion. Why do you want to come off the meds now?
4: Well, I've never really been on them long term
3: anyway Right? Um, you know, I don't know just never have,
4: like just ever, um, it's 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 like I've always found a way to cope.
1: Well, then you need to make a decision. Do you want to do you want to mm-hmm. be on them or do you not want to be on them? Because because hopping back and forth, back and forth, that's going to screw you up more. That's going to screw you up, you know. And mm. it's, it's going to mess you. It's not good for your, your 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 organs, but also it's not good for your head, man. It's going to you, you're going to be really really confused. So you need to go and speak to your GP and together. You have to make a decision, and I would suggest that you kind of have to stick to that decision for, for a certain amount of time. Maybe it's for yeah. two months, three months, and then you see, then you go back and see how you feel. And, and you know, it, it, you've got to make a decision and kind of stick to it for a, for a while,
3: I, yeah. would, I would suggest. you
1: ain't got to do anything, i say, but that would be my suggestion.
3: No. I don't know. It's just like you go, I've got to this point, you know without any real medication and then i know he's he's advised me yeah take the meds take meds. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what's going in my head really i've got to this point i've got here <sighs> i
4: don't know man
1: yeah, you've got to this point and you're struggling and if there's a way to ease that struggle it's tough being a new parent man it's tough being a new mum it's tough being a new dad and and quite oh. often quite often um the dad is um is is slightly ignored mm. and that 's just the way that 's just the way it goes and it 's very common and it 's natural because obviously the baby is the center of attention and obviously the yeah. mother has been through the physical you know the nine months of carrying the baby and the physical trauma of giving birth to the baby um so of course it 's right that they those two get a lot of the attention but but sometimes the uh, the dad can be um can be pushed to one side and also the uh, the relationship with the mum can change a lot between the mum and the dad um and it could it it can change you know forever and that Mm. can be difficult to cope with that can be a tough thing to cope with man yeah and babies are hard work and they are vomit machines and they are they i mean geez the amount of puke has it done a projectile vomit yet
4: not on me. Oh man, you
1: wait till that happens. First time it happened to me was about five o'clock on a Sunday morning. I was downstairs, baby was about mm. a month old. I was watching Twenty Four, and it just I held him up, and he just oh, it was like The Exorcist or something. Dear God! And you just have to you have to hold it and take it, and you go, it can't yeah. get much worse than this. But it's you, you, but 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 you are you are at the the very. And I'm sure Catherine would agree. You are at the very start of the most amazing journey ever man you're now responsible for that baby and for shaping her outlook and for um you know giving her traditions and um stories and books and films and music and words and jokes it's the best adventure isn't it kath
2: it is and it's um it it feels like it takes ages the first i'd say the first three months you feel like you're wading through treacle and every day is it's like a computer game. Wow, I'm going to shut this baby up now. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. What, what does she want now? But that is such a precious time, and it'll fly mm. by. And before you know it, you'll look down, yeah, and, no. she, and it, she's not a baby anymore.
1: No, and everyone no, does no. that, no. oh, oh, you're going to be tired, you're going to be tired. You know you're going to be tired because you're tired. But what people forget to say is it's flipping amazing. And just when you get bored the baby will smile at you for the first time and that will keep yeah. you going for the next few weeks. Yeah. Then when, just when you start to get bored into your wits again, the baby will 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 do something. They just, they, the, it, it, the way it's worked out is beautiful. Just as you are get into as much as you think you can take, the baby learns something new and you go, oh, my, quick, come and look at this! Come look, she's saying
2: something! And it's, oh, it's yeah. incredible. And then before you know it, you're driving them around and they're chattering about in the back of the car and you're having a conversation yeah. with that person yeah, who thinks that the sun and moon are, you know... It, are at your command, thinks you're the best thing and you know everything. I mean, they will learn otherwise in time.
5: (laughs) But it's just brilliant. It's
2: just, I'm kind of jealous, but I'm also, I know that it's flipping hard work and and I don't think I could do it again.
1: (laughs) Enjoy it, brother. Make sure that you have got someone that you can talk to, whether it's a professional or it's a friend or it's someone that you can go... And that you can go and moan about the baby, and you can go and moan about your wife, and you can go and moan about your in laws, and, and, and it's healthy that she has the the, the the same, although that's her issue. Because, you know, <laughs> you, you, you want it's good yeah. to be able to talk to someone outside of that and go, Oh my God, my in laws and my missus are doing my nutting today. It's good to be yeah. able to get that stuff out, man. Yeah. So you're not taking it out on each other.
4: No, absolutely. Yeah. Said, no, said I the, the bloke who's getting divorced, but
1: you know what? I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, enjoy Thanks, it, enjoy it, Wayne. You're, you're, it's going to be beautiful.
3: Thanks, Ian. Thanks
7: for <laughs> taking the time to
1: listen. Thank you, brother. Take care, man. alright, take care. Bye. Bye, bye. Everyone, when we were having the, the first, everyone says oh, you're going to be so tired. You'd, you, you will not know. You don't know the meaning of the word tired, and it's true. But hardly anyone said um, you're going to be tired. But it's going to be flipping amazing. Hardly anyone said that. Oh, you're gonna be so tired. Oh, you're gonna be. Oh, you're gonna be so
2: tired. Make the most of the sleep. Yeah,
1: get yeah, What? Well, go? Yeah, are you? Are you? Uh, are you gonna cope? No one says it's gonna be hard work, right? But it is gonna be the most amazing, frustrating, exciting, thrilling roller coaster ride imaginable. Every day is something different. Tell me the first time you took the baby home The first time we took the baby home, you're in the hospital, and my wife and the first baby stayed in overnight. I went home, then I went back to pick them up. There was snow everywhere. And, um, and you know, the in-laws had been there, and I think a cousin had been there. And then we got home and we took the baby home and we got to the flat and we, we had him in like the carry cot and we put it on the floor and we sat on the sofa and looked at him and went, what do we do now?
2: Yeah, it feels like someone's going to come in and go, sorry, our mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what to do with this, do you? Yeah, and
1: I've never felt so grown up and so child immature and so responsible,
2: all at the same time. You look at this and go... What do we do now? But it also has a very funny impact on your position within the family, right? When yeah. you're just the, a couple and maybe you didn't get married that long ago, you're still kind of basking in that glow of everyone trying to make sure yeah. you're all right and is everything okay? Yeah. And I remember the first time, my mum only lives around the corner, and the first time I took my eldest daughter, my, ba- my first baby out in the pram, I was so thrilled and I wanted to share it with my mum. Yeah. So I wheeled her around, I was really proud wheeled around to my mum and dad's and I rang the doorbell and I said mum we're going for a walk she went brilliant she got her coat on and she got her shoes on and she took that pram off me (laughs) and she was walking about three steps ahead of me (laughs) and I thought all right okay I'm I'm chopped liver now yeah and that's sometimes what happens to grandparents is that they forget that this is your special time too they've been so looking forward to it
1: it's interesting you say that as a mum because that's I, that happens a lot to dads yeah. dads kind of get pushed to the back of the queue yeah. um and some dads can take that and some can't and some relationships can take that and some can't and you know and sometimes they work themselves out again and sometimes they don't um but yeah it's but also there was a lot of well because obviously the grandparents have done it before once or twice before and there's a lot of that there was a lot of we had a lot of you shouldn't be doing it like that you should be doing it like this mm-hmm. well as long as we're not doing anything that is dangerous, let us make our own
2: mistakes. Yeah. You know,
1: let us... There's a lot of tutting, tutting, tutting yeah. going on.
2: Yeah, and, um... and wondering why you're not, like, slathering them in Vaseline. And
1: yeah. <laughs> I had a few rows with, with my mother-in-law, just saying, look, can you just leave us to, to sort this out?
2: I found the breastfeeding thing really hard mm. um, in the... Um, I I, the, I I was feeding the baby but she just was not getting full and she wasn't putting weight no. on so I had a lot of anxiety about that and you know every time we went to be weighed in all the other mums are sitting chatting and I'm thinking I'm going to have failed again I'm mm. going to have failed again and sure enough she hadn't put enough weight on and I'd be put held back in class you yeah, know and yeah. I was put in these like special groups where they suggested I fed her every 20 minutes I mean she never stopped I found her a notebook in the end where I'd been writing which boob she'd been on and for how long and my writing was getting increasingly yeah. nuts and I thought, what am I doing? I'm, you know, was, that was the first, I think I managed about 13 weeks like that yeah. and that's... A- that's a massive time, but also during that time, when I'm trying to get the hang of breastfeeding, people want to come round and see the baby, and it's like, okay, could you come round at four? And before four o'clock, you're rushing around trying to make sure everything's fi- ready, and so she's fed, and she's but she's not going to puke on them, yeah. and you know, and hopefully she'll be able to sit with them for a while, and she's not going to have a sore tummy. And oh, all we learn to
1: say no. We learn to say no. In the
2: end, I just. People wouldn't turn up on time. So people people were arriving, and I just had to take the baby upstairs to feed... Because I didn't feel comfortable feeding in front of other people, especially because I wanted to make sure I was doing it properly, and I wanted to make sure it was a relaxing time. And also, there are older members of my family who aren't massively comfortable with me getting my boob out. So, you know, that kind of transmits, doesn't it? So I'd just sit upstairs, and I'd hear them all talking downstairs and be having cups of tea, and I thought, I've got to hurry up and get this baby ready for them. Mm. And it just became... It became so stressful, and I started to really resent people mm. who only wanted to come round and because they're excited and it came from a place of love. Do you know what I mean? So there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of politics that all of a sudden, and you're kind of almost an obstruction to them having that time with their baby or their great niece. Or I their, you know.
1: have just had a really, really good idea, and this could be a really good thing for the for the show. Can you and me have a baby? No. Why?
2: I'm not having any more babies. All right,
1: well, we, we, first of all, it doesn't have to be penetrative. We could do it using... I could, I could go and knock one out. I've
2: got to plop on, it out, though, haven't I? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No. I could go and knock
2: one out on a no. tissue.
1: All right, all right. Second option, we adopt a baby. Why?
2: Why would we do that to someone?
1: For a show baby. Can
2: have we sh- not have a cat or something instead?
1: No, no, no. We have a show baby. I mean, Wayne there sounded like he was pretty frazzled. We could probably get that baby quite cheap. I would offer him hundred and fifty pounds
2: who's looking after this baby, me right? Why don't we just leave it in the studio what, so, what so Ash looks after it
1: oh no, right, you look after it um and it I've, sounds
2: a lot like I'm having a baby
1: I'd be but the it's... baby daddy oh
2: God uh, that
1: means I? daddy doesn't it? it? Just means daddy baby yeah. daddy so let's let's get let's get if anyone's got a baby that they 're not really that bothered about. Oh, 0344 499 four, We're looking for one for this show. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. <laughs> oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: Oh, 0344 We've talked about babies. We've talked about Bill Murray. Uh, we've talked about cars. We've talked about rabbit holes. We've talked about drugs. We've talked about. It's was, it was pretty wide. Ray, we talked about uh, T-shirts and honesty and how it's better to be honest than to lie to your your best friends. Even if your best friends um, uh, throw that honesty back in your face and act like a petulant child. 0344. Do you mean me? 4991000 is the telephone number. If you'd like to give us a call. Let's go. To, sorry, I just remembered the joke I heard the other day. Let's go to Simon in his car. Evening,
6: evening, Simon in his car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if you like, <laughs> if you like Simon, why the bloody hell not? <laughs> um, I'd like to put my Hampton into a Hammond. Oh, the uh, uh,
1: an organ into an organ. Yeah, docking. It's kind yeah. of musical docking. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, do you know what? There, There is no sound. There's no sound quite as good as the Hammond organ, is there? It's great. I wonder how much one would cost. I'll tell you what oh. I want to buy, and I'm go- I'll, e- I'll look on eBay in a bit. I'd love to get a Mellotron. Oh, I've never heard of that! Oh, mate, it's um, you know that you know, Strawberry Fields Forever, the Beatles. You know yes, the kind of yes, the sort yes. of the the weird string sound, the, the weird like string sounds on there. That's a Mellotron. Yes. It's like a really early version of a synthesizer, and it's like little tapes. It's little tapes that get played when you press the keys, but there's sort of like a fraction of a second delay between pressing the key. And oh. the noise cut, and it, 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 you can get like supposedly brass, and, and it, but it doesn't sound like it. But that's what I'd like. Well, um, well, I wish you the best of luck making love to a Hammond.
3: Thank you, thank you very much. And um, and uh, if if possible, if you want a show, baby,
1: yeah,
3: I'd like to volunteer my services, please.
1: Okay, well, you need to find a woman. No, 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 I'd like to be the baby. Dirty boy. Oh, he wants to be the baby? Oh. Was he going to impregnate you he or be the baby? I
2: think he wanted to be oh,
1: the baby. Oh, no, no, Simon. I've seen
2: that on trash. No.
1: Those people, just looking at Melotrons on eBay. Those people that wear um, a Melotron for £640.
2: Ian. Oh, look at that. Ian.
1: Yes?
2: Close that window. No. You are buying a house. Yeah. You are is, going to New York City. Which The house has got you a room. You have just damaged your car quite significantly. Close that window.
1: The house has got room for a Mellotron. And
2: I you, mean... You know it. A Nobatron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get that. You're on. You get that. Well done. You're just trying to get round me. No, I, I wouldn't want to get round you. Um, no, I don't know. What that even it's, mean? It's, it's about a thing. The old... Um, What's it? Nothing. Can we just have up until midnight? We've done an hour and forty eight minutes of really hard work. And I know some of you work nine, ten, twelve hour days. Well bully for you guys. I'm sensitive and I'm an artist. And one hour forty eight that's not including well, it is including the breaks, actually, so it's probably up one and a half hours. I'm shattered. So can we just between now and midnight, can we just um Take the uh, the the uh, foot off the pedal ever so slightly and let's just coast downhill.
2: Um, we should do a Bill Murray.
1: I did a Bill Murray at the start of the show. We'll do another one. My, my friend Mel's saying that her other friend liked it as well, but she was sat next to Tilda Swinton.
2: Did her other friend like the N-word? I think that's what she's saying.
1: Uh, you're saying that my friend Mel's friends are racist, racist and they racist. like Bill Murray saying the N-word.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying
1: um i like a bit of mark twain my granddad my granddad was um i I miss my granddad granddad bill so much when i was about i was certainly younger than 11 because we hadn't moved i remember it being about eight i wish i still had it i threw it away of course um it brought me like a big compendium of mark twain an anthology of mark twain stories And i've I've since bought another anthology of mark twain stories but what was great about this is he, he granddad had written in the cover Nineteen eighty one, it was. I can see it. He'd written, he'd written the year nineteen eighty one, so I was um, I was eight. It's probably for my eighth birthday, actually. Oh, and um, and I throw it away. was not that terrible? That tr- the treasure, the treasure that we discard. What I would, what I wouldn't give to have that book with my granddad's, You know, it's just a little happy birthday. You know, w- you'll enjoy this. I've loved Nan and Granddad nineteen eighty one. Oh, I'd love that. But I remember reading. Um, Mark Twain. Did The Prince and the Pauper, of course. Mm-hmm. Great story. About a prince and a pauper who look identical and they swap, and then the prince can't get back to being the... Oh, it's a great story. Isn't it supposed
2: to be Henry VIII's son, Edward?
1: Um, I don't know, actually. I don't, I don't, I it's a long time since I've read it. I don't remember being that specific. Mm. But there's two books within there. There was The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and then there's also The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And if I remember correctly, they run... The, they run parallel to each other. So... If I got this right? It's getting slightly literary here, guys. We're, 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 we're coasting until midnight. The way I remember it, so The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn is a separate book to The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, but they both follow the same narrative just from the other each person's perspective. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I'll have to read it. I'll have to, I'll have to dig it out and um, have a good old read again. But he's funny, Mark Twain, even as an eight-year-old. Loads of it I didn't get. Um... But I remember, I, I, I pretty much read the whole book and there's lots of short stories. He's very similar to Kurt Vonnegut, actually. In, um, you know, he's, 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 he's kind of quite liberal thinking. And, um... I, it was great. But we were talking about the... I don't want to do a kids' TV series, but the adventures of Tom... Was it Tom, Sawyer, Tom or, Sawyer? Or was it Huckleberry Finn? Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn and Friends. I can't remember. Tom Sawyer and Friends. And Tom Sawyer looked like a very pretty girl bowl yeah and,
2: and huckleberry finn was kind busy mouth. of um he was dark wasn't he yeah With yeah. wavy hair yeah yeah i yeah. thought he was gorgeous
1: um thanks for <Principals> them yep.
2: were
1: they were
2: they did their mouths work <stakeholderrados> with, their, عل- <Thunder> with their um words yeah it was
1: american it wasn't like those it wasn't Euro- like blues. heidi wasn't like Miley heidi
2: yes grandfather
1: heidi yeah it wasn't like that and silas and there was one about the the flashing blade it wasn't that it was um no it was american um
2: i'm thinking sunday mornings it was on something like that did that here's the thing did they use the M word in it
1: different time different mm. time
2: well it's historically accurate
1: but it's also a kids show they definitely used talked about slaves you because know, the whole thing is um is 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 uh, uh I, I seem to remember this correctly, is it's kind of a, coming from an anti slave slant. Um no, they wouldn't have used the N word even even then. Although I saw a brilliant teen magazine from the sixties. I wish I could f I wish I could get a copy of it. Um it's like Tiger Beat or sixteen, or one of those magazines, and it's on the front, Paul Revere and the Raiders, the Monkeys. And the the top strap line is Beatle Paul, something. I can't remember exactly. The Beatles fanatic will know it better than me. Beatles Paul says, "I don't mind playing for ends."
2: Oh, <gasps> right. And it was
1: because um, the, the Beatles refused to do segregated gigs in America when they came. I
2: didn't realise until we saw that film.
1: Yeah. So they get to America and the Deep South. And uh, the the promoters, by the way, um, so the, the the blacks will be will sat at the back, and the whites will be sat at the front. They're like, why why, why, why is that? Oh, it's segregation. It's just how we do it. And the Beatles like laughed and said, We're not doing that. And you know, they they faced getting into a lot of trouble. They said we're not going to. We've got play segregated, segregated crowd. We, when we play in, in, in Britain, we have black people sta- sat next to white See, people. They just it's...
2: didn't think it was right. They didn't realise they were weighed into a massive yeah. political row. And
1: they're going, you know, most of our favourite music is black uh, by black artists. they're so stupid. So uh, this 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 article, <clears throat> I don't mind playing to ends, or something like that, it's definitely got the N-word uh, being said by Paul McCartney on the front cover of, of a uh, magazine for 13-year-old girls. And it really is um, an eye-opener, but... Um, um, anyway, I don't quite know. What I'm talking about that. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We, we, we've got a couple of minutes, and then we'll have the news and a break, and then we'll have another hour of the show. And you can call in about absolutely anything. What a what a busy two hours it's been. Bill Murray, cars, rabbit holes, the N word, drugs, babies. We are looking for a show, baby. If anybody has got a new one that they're not that keen on. Or you know where we can get one? Um, then please, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We will change your name if uh, if you would if you would like that. We get to name the baby. We get to choose what the baby wears. I get to choose what the baby wears. And um, we and get...
2: apparently, I get to look after it.
1: Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You can breastfeed it.
2: What? Couldn't breastfeed me own.
1: Come on. Once you once you get started, you you. you... No, I was
2: pumping out skim milk. Really? Yeah, I had loads of milk, but they, that's why they weren't putting weight on. There was a story the other day.
1: She must have been pumping it off. Woman was breastfeeding her dad. What? Yeah, she must have been pumping off because he had like cancer,
2: right? And it's very nutritious.
1: Very, very nutritious, and she reckons that um, she reckons that he got an extra year of life. Out of drinking her breast milk now he wouldn't have been latching on
11: would he no. I've got
1: cancer love can I have a thuck on that seriously it Your made me daughter feel better. seriously love it made me feel a whole lot better no, got cancer get to go on that go on he's, he's full i'm I'm empty go on um yeah, it was a it was a story. Aren't it? Oh, people are weird. People are weird. And I'm going to say, if you breastfeed your five year old, then jeez you're sick. That's not. It's not. I don't want to do that. You know, I'm not anti-breastfeeding at all. Um, do it wherever you want to do it. You know, well, I don't want to eat my lunch in a toilet. Why should your baby? But five years if old. If they
2: can ask for it, give them a biscuit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if they can reach the the breakfast bar in the kitchen, let, let them make their own sandwich. You know what I mean?
2: What did we say last night? Froobes not boobs. Yeah.
1: Want to know more about Froob's Not Boobs? Then go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee and look for The Rabbit Hole TV Show Live and it will, all will be explained.
2: I'll be in trouble with Mum's net.
1: <laughs> kind of. Oh my God. <laughs> um, we've got another hour to go before Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock. You'll be very, very welcome to join us, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It costs you pennies at the most, probably free. You'll speak to Sam. He's one of the good people um, that answers the phone, not like some of the slackers we get. And he will take your name and number. He will call you back straight away and you'll be on the air. Um, no rules, really. You can phone about anything. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. That's it. That's, those are the only rules. You can phone in about anything big, small, light, heavy stuff that we've talked about, stuff that you think we should be talking about pretty much Anything goes, right? The telephone number is oh three. I got told off for saying it too quickly a few weeks ago. So 1000 Up your bum.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Radio. We have ways of making okay, you talk. so
9: it looks like I think Rosanna. Looks like Rosanna is the winner, of course. The really? hardest one.
10: And Chrissy didn't even vote for Rosanna. It's shocking.
6: <laughs> Here we go.
1: Version of Africa by Toto, but this is by um Richie Castellano and Andy Ascolisi. And um they filmed they recorded this in five hours while they streamed themselves recording it, then edited it together. This is a brilliant version, this is really my favorite version of Africa. Anyway, we're gonna try and get them on the show to record a song for us. How's about them apples? 0344-499-1000 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Dreamweaver. Good evening Dreamweaver.
3: Good evening to the both of you too. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Hey I have got I've been wanting to ring you for months. <laughs> you, what what was stopping you were you in prison? Yes. No, no. I I, I have been in prison this year. Uh, I I I listened to you about in January time. Yes. And you were talking a lot about autism, and okay. I was just being diagnosed with autism. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, last year in October I got naked in a in a pub because I couldn't have my own way, and that's to do with autism. And I did it as a child, you know. So, and I got in prison for it for six weeks.
1: Wowzers! You <laughs> live in La Vida Loca, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and now I'm writing a book about Winchester Prison, so it's really good. <laughs>
1: so, so hang on a minute. So, so what, what, why? So, why did you get naked?
3: Well, my my, my girlfriend is unfortunately she's alcoholic. Right. Um, we went into a pub and she didn't like Adele being played. Okay. And and she we asked if we could change the music and the barmaid said no. And as I walked out, I said we won't come back to this crap place again. Okay. Uh, and they barred us. Right. So I went back in a couple of weeks later, apologized, and uh, they wouldn't tell me quite why I was barred or anything. So yeah. um, a couple of guys in there, businessmen, bought me a drink, and the landlord allowed me to have one more drink. And I asked him if they would tell me why why I was barred and, and could could they allow me to continue coming in. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm not going to tell you, and no, you can't come in again. I said, I'm going to get naked. Wow. And I'm going to sit on your bar stool and oh. meditate.
1: Wowzers.
3: <laughs> and I did. You, you levitated. Well, no, mele- meditated. Oh, I think you said levitated. Well, okay. I probably, well, the bar stool was probably levitating a bit at the time. I, but hope that, yeah. I hope you'd wiped. I think they probably do when I left. I got dressed, yes. went home, came back again, and the police were there, and they arrested me.
1: Um, I'm sorry that you uh, that you went through that. That sounds like um, we're laughing about it, but I bet it was an unpleasant experience. Or maybe it wasn't an unpleasant experience for you.
3: I didn't really have control over right. it. I didn't okay. really know what yeah. what was happening. And definitely when the police grabbed me, because you know, in the courts they said it was. Um, it took seven officers to control me, and I'm a very slight bloke. Yeah. Um my dreadlocks are probably bigger than I am. So. <laughs> <Okay>. uh,
1: well <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that you you found yourself in a position where you were were out of control.
3: Yeah. yeah that it,
1: that must be unsettling to say the least.
3: It has been for the last 50 years, yeah, unfortunately, but but I was und- I'm one of the undiagnosed or I have been so but it's it's coming clear now to me. <laughs>
1: so, so so hang on. So then you get diagnosed. So then so then what changes? Do you get medication? Do you get um, taught techniques to exercise control? What what is different?
3: Structure. Yeah, I go and see someone tomorrow. Um, I've been seeing them for most since I've been away from prison since the eighth of twenty uh, second of March. Yeah. Yeah uh very helpful um the structuring is is really good it's needed yeah but uh, but over 50 years you kind of adapt to different ways of, of getting through things you know well, we
1: all learn we good. all learn coping mechanisms to to, yeah. to to make up for things that might have happened to us as kids or, or disorders that we have now we all learn coping mechanisms and they work to a certain extent but then they end up with us nearly OD'ing on drugs or stripping off in a pub and you know and meditate or whatever <laughs> you know they they get, eventually they catch up with us
3: yeah they do they do um uh, you know there's a lot of people that I know now I live in a place called Petersfield in Hampshire but there's a lot of people that believe that I'm not autistic but uh it's because I've adapted and I've come through it and yeah. and uh, not able to socialize really so you know who wants to socialize? Socialize. So overrated, oh, man. No. They
4: can stay away from it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um well, I I'm I'm so, yeah. I'm glad yeah. you can laugh about it and I'm glad that you're getting help and I'm glad yeah. that um you know maybe things are um you know you're you're learning to um get your superpower under under some yeah, sort yeah. Of control.
3: Yes, well, the name Dreamweaver was given to me quite a number of years ago by a Native American elder, and uh, was it was it
1: an actual it, Native American elder or did you uh, dream him?
3: No, no, he was he was full on. You know, he was full on in in what they call a sun lodge, right? At a, at a Native American powwow, and he spent two hours with me and wow. decided that I should take on the name Dreamweaver. Weaving the name, weaving the dreams for the communities. He suggested. So.
1: That doesn't sound bonkers in
3: the slightest, does it? I know. Does it? But it's uh, helping me now because I, it's on my passport. It's read, You know. Shut in- up!
1: No, it doesn't say Dreamweaver on your passport. It says
3: my. Yeah, well, I won't say what my full no, name is. but what, does it say? It in, does outfit. it
1: say it in crayon or does it say
3: it an actual printed <laughs> passport? I don't know, but when when the, when, the, <laughs> when the, 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 the passport controller. Look at me. They 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 get my passport and they look at me and go, really? And yeah. I go, yeah,
11: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah deal deal, so with it, the, deal with it, the
1: deal with it, the man. Deal with it, fascists. <laughs> my name's Dreamweaver and I'm coming into your country. Deal with it, man. Deal
3: with it. <laughs> but wasn't John Lennon the Dreamweaver once? No, he Didn't was John he say Lennon. One of his lyrics. I was the Dreamweaver. Now I'm just John. Oh, uh I was the Dreamweaver and
1: now i'm young <laughs> yeah yeah he did
10: yeah he did
1: he did it's a good song that we played that song the other
3: week actually a couple of weeks ago
1: guys god isn't it. it
3: i heard it it's fantastic when you the stomach music you play is so top you know you played all the beatles with um with the the what's the what's the instrument that they played and it was an old album i went and got a copy of it oh, uh, the, the Moog. Oh, the Moog! Yeah, oh,
1: isn't that isn't that something? Yeah, it's pretty. I, I, I've not got my iTunes set up, but yeah, the Moog, uh, the Moog Beatles is um, is. Uh, I should, if I was a, if I was a presenter of any note, yeah, uh, I would be now. And <whistles> I can't, but I can't, <laughs> I can't do it because I've not got my me, uh, my me computer set up.
3: Well, if I was going to if I was going to make love to an instrument, Sorry. it would be a moog because it's, hang got, on a minute. it's got it's got. I,
1: I think we mean, of course, a moog. I might, let's get the pronunciation correct. Let's uh, it, here we go. moog. You're going you're gonna to make love to this bad, bad boy. Okay, here we go.
3: See a church where her wedding has been. Listen a dream <laughs> How's
1: that? How's that dream weaver? Yeah, that's fine. That'll do, won't it? <laughs> hey, listen, man. Well, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you gave us a call. It's nice to talk to you. Call us again, won't you?
3: I wanted to talk about the breastfeeding bit, you know? Oh, so go I on, just, go on then, go on then, go like, on then. Well, my partner used to sell her breast milk for cancer, for people with cancer, to locally.
1: Oh, I thought you said she used to sell it for cancer? Wow, that's a weird trade, well, no, man. I couldn't, I couldn't get cancer for oh, it. Oh, so, so this was is. what, hang on, so this was, um, what, for mums that had cancer, breast cancer and couldn't make milk themselves?
3: Uh, no, no, this is for men. It was a more men and, uh, than women. But they used to purchase it from us. We used to, she used to pump, she had a very good pump, and it would pump it and put it into bottles and we'd store it and then we would deliver it. And, and, so what was the cancer bit? Well, the people had cancer. Oh, right! So so my partner would express the milk. Because apparently it's supposed to be good for for cancer. It's a, is it called colostrum? Yeah it is yeah
2: hi catherine Maria. Hello. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> i just thought hang, ding ding this is my department she is our clostrum <laughs> expert <laughs> yeah so the first bit the sort of watery bit of a, a, a breastfeed is clostrum and it's got this amazing like loads of antibodies in it right. and stuff yeah it's good stuff so so
1: does it actually help with cancer or is it just one of it those does,
3: things why the hell yeah, not yeah. dry it yeah, no, very much it does. The, the 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 people are still they're not taking it anymore, she stopped doing it. But uh we, she did it for about right? for about uh, eight years. Well, what? what? She must be what? tired. Well it's supply and demand,
1: isn't it? I suppose it is. That's the thing though, isn't it? If you breastfeed, you carry on breast you can carry on producing milk until so you, you stop, stop.
2: using it up, yeah. Stop
1: using it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you I ever have you like a that.
3: little you know, suckle? Always, well, always, it's so good you <laughs> we we were making ice cream with it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, but Have you never tasted
1: it, Ian? Uh, do you know, I, I dipped my finger in once. Yeah, it's pretty really sweet, add, um, isn't it? But the ice cream, that adds a, a a whole different meaning to a 69. Oh, it's a <laughs> 99. No, it's a 99, isn't it? It doesn't work. Sorry. It's a 99. It's a 99. Although, it's just your mind. Although, you know, <laughs> uh, some, some Mr. Whippies, you can ask for a 69 and you get. But
11: anyway, let's fight, 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 fight,
3: fight, fight. Back up! With flaky bits. Yes, exa- <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, um, if she ever gets in the trade again, um. I'd certainly um, give her a shilling.
3: Well, we we would take it as well, yes, yes. Well, we'll see how that goes, though. Listen, it's been lovely to speak to you nice guys. To speak to you I, too, I've man. I've been wanting to do this for ages, so yeah. You've yeah, done I'm glad it. I did. Do it I'm again soon, it
1: fella. Thanks very much. Take care. Ta ta. Oh, he was nice, wasn't he? Oh, 03444991000. Four, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: No rules, nocturnal mattering for nightbirds, nurses, and nos <laughs> 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 All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: Right, while we were t- I'm turning the computer away from you, I don't I don't want you to see something. It's not that for goodness sakes I got the hippie hippie shakes, it's in the bag. Oh the hippie hippie shakes. Right. While we were talking to Dreamweaver, I um I purchased an album. Right. I purchased an album. Okay. Um Whoa Well, you should have paused. I purchased an album, right? I was prompted by his name, Dreamweaver, and for a
2: Dreamweaver. Long...
1: No, no. You have got to take a couple of steps away from. You got to take a step away. You got to take a step away from Dream and a step away from Weaver, right? So, we wanted to get this album for sleep ages. So, sleep knitter. <laughs> I've been wanting to get this album for ages, and I thought, oh, well, Dreamweaver's on? I'll get this album. It was only, it was only a quid on uh, eBay, uh, on Amazon plus postage. Um so can you guess what it is? So it's not dreamweaver. Take a step away, do it one word at a time. Sleep. It's connected. Uh, you has got the first letter right and it's connected.
2: Snooze.
1: No, think a bit more abstract. Slumber. No, this is the thing, your thinking's quite narrow and and, and you need to think broader, but I don't know if you'll be able to. Try the second one. Really
2: pushing it today. Do you yeah, that? yeah, I am,
1: I am, I am.
2: It's very, very unwise.
1: Um, I think it's wise. I think it's clever. I think it's sassy. I think it's funny. I think it's biting. I think it's what the kids want to hear. So no, I'm very confident with it, and I'm trying to make you a better person. Trying to instead of going down to your level. that <laughs> like wave scissors at me, Harvey Weinstein, for crying out oh, loud? I'm just holding them. Um, John Wayne Bobbit. Um, I'll get shall, shall, Here we go. Here we go. Give you a little closer. Yeah. Do you recognise that? This is Sam's song. Is this the original? Uh, Oh, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the original. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Do you know what that is? You won't know, Sam. Do you? Stop snipping the scissors, please, mate. Why?
2: Because it's. it's, Does it disturb you?
1: Okay. Do you know what song this is? Give a bit (laughs) more. Come on, you got this. It's not Meridian. It's a great song, actually. I remember loving it at the time. Do you want a bit more? A bit more. Okay, here we go. Here we go.
2: Yeah, stop
5: it!
1: Kids from Fame, this is a great song, isn't it?
2: I had a Fame makeup set when I, I was a kid. Yeah, and it came in um, a record shaped um, tray with free leg warmers.
1: Oh, I had leg warmers for Christmas 1982, I
2: guess. This is a great song.
1: None of these songs get played anymore, and they're great. they were cute. High
2: fidelity was great.
1: High fidelity? Where's where we're going next? Here we go.
5: Dream
1: Dream soul taker. That's weird. Didn't know the dude was a soul taker.
2: Yeah, because they're talking about, you know, um, agents, aren't they? Asians. Agents.
1: Oh, Asian agents. Talent agents. This is a great song. Remember, they're playing this in the record store. I used to have such a. Here we go. I used to really fancy him. I used to fancy the girl that looked like him. I used to fancy her.
2: Is that Alice? No, that's. Um... I want to say Rita, but it's something like that.
0: Jamming in the music. Stop the machine.
2: Doris.
5: But I let temptation slide. Used to
10: be so plain to see the hunger in my eyes. But now I'm buying, trying. High fidelity, high fidelity,
1: high fidelity, high fidelity. fidelity.
3: fidelity. Keeping keep it right, keeping it, keep it it's right. It's all right, high fidelity. It's what is, music's
1: all about. Is that
2: what it was like to do theatre studies? <laughs> it was a little bit like that. Do you know who she reminds me of? Go on. Um, she reminds me of Bette Midler. Oh. <laughs> no, she's smiling. She's not consumed by bitterness. <laughs>
1: Let's go to Stoke, and I'm saying the place name because we've got two gentlemen called Dave, and this is Dave in Stoke, not Dave in Telford. Good evening, Good Stoke, evening. Dave.
7: Hello. Hello, mate. What you got for us? I just wanted to chat to you about um... The kids from Fame? No, oh. no. <laughs> friend.
1: Hey, got hey. It. Yes, yes, yes. We're
2: yes. doing old telly tonight. What the hell? <laughs>
1: oh, what the hell? Go on, mate. What you got?
7: Because um, you were talking about it earlier, yeah. and I I'm similar age to yourself. Oh. Um, Turned forty-five a couple months ago. Ooh, so, um, you're, so,
1: well, hang on a minute, mate. I'm I'm still forty-four, Dave. So you're You're a year older than me <laughs> until Saturday. Oh, no, it, oh but <laughs> so, no,
7: just a couple of months. Just yeah, a couple.
1: Of months.
2: Well, no, no, no. You're forty-five.
1: I'm forty-four. That's te- Catherine. That's are a year, know? isn't it?
2: Well, if you want to say that, I yes. can't imagine what it's like to be as old as either of you.
1: Cheeky bear. Yes, we are old, Dave.
7: So I I remember the TV series and reading the books probably, at the well, same time as you yeah. would have been 8 or 9. Yeah. Um and you was, you were asking if there was any crossover.
1: Well, I thought cuz I yeah, isn't there I I so long I mean it's literally you know f- f- 38 years. Yeah. I thought yeah. there was a, the, the, there was a book, the Huckleberry Finn book and there was a Tom Sawyer book and yeah. I thought that the the stories kind of ran parallel but from the different perspective.
7: No. Oh, <laughs> they both got They've both got different events. Right, okay. But in the TV series, uh, which was Huckaberry, Finn and his friends... Yeah. um, That's a sort of mishmash of, of both books. Right. Which is where you might have got that idea. Okay,
1: that makes sense. There's the brilliant yeah. bit... We don't do kids' TV very often, so let's indulge us a bit. The bit I remember... From, well, the two bits I remember from the TV series are the famous um, whitewashing the fence... And yep. Tom Sawyer tricks someone else into whitewashing the fence, going, "Oh, this is great! I'm loving it! I'm having the best time! Oh, can I have a go? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no! I'm really, I'm really enjoying whitewashing <laughs> the fence. Go on up! I'll, I'll pay you <sighs> if you insist. And as long as you don't tell anyone, it's brilliant. And the bit when they um, that they turn up at their own funeral as well. I remember seeing that as a kid and thinking,
7: "Whoa, this is dark, man! See, that bit is is one of the bits that's a mashup because there's um, two different stories. One right. in the first book and one in the second book. Right, right. Um, where they both find out they're dead, but by different means. Okay. <laughs> and they mashed that together and put it into the TV series as both of them. <laughs> but, um, I was lucky enough in 2000, uh, I've got a friend who lives in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, so while we were over there, she insisted that, because um, she knew I was a, you know, I, I told her about um, Huckleberry Finn. So we went up to oh.
1: camp- Sorry, oh, that was, that was oh. my computer, go on Sorry, that was my computer doing something, yes
7: uh, So she drove us up to Hannibal, which is The town where Mark Twain um, oh. Spent his childhood mm, Mate, yes
1: I feel I'm hey, going to get, uh, I'm going to dive, I'm gonna dive do- Right into some Twain, go on You went there
7: it, Yeah, it was amazing it's, uh, I mean, most of the towns are modern and stuff But then there's a little area down by the Mississippi um, That they've sort of recreated Stuff, and there's um, A picket fence there that's whitewashed Oh, beautiful! Um, of course, there and is. And it's, it's not the original, but apparently it's in the, the same place that it was inspired. He was. Um, here's the
1: thing, because because the writing's quite dense. Uh, uh, yeah. But
7: at uh, uh, eight years old,
1: I mean, this book that my granddad got me this this um, anthology it was a thick old book. I'd never seen anything like it. Really thin pages. But I, yeah. me- I remember. I remember reading it. I remember reading the Prince and the Pauper. I remember reading the Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, and there are loads of little short stories in there as well. I remember. I, I I don't know how much of it I took in, but I loved
6: it.
7: Oh, me too. It was, it was grand adventure. <laughs> There's other bits where they're lost in caves, yeah, uh, and drag yeah. out. Um, uh, I can remember from the TV series. I think Becky Thatcher was my first crush. Oh, oh. when I was about eight and nine, because yeah. she would have been a couple of years older in the series.
1: Um, I'm, we're all just googling her now to see. Uh... What floats your boat? As a child,
7: <laughs> she was the one that um, Tom Sawyer was trying to get to uh, get engaged to, but she found out that um, he'd been engaged to another girl in his class, and uh, got in a bit of a strop about it. Okay. Quite rightly,
1: yeah, right. Hang on, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn TV show. Right, let's have a let's have a uh, Huckleberry Finn and Friends. That was it. That was it. Huckleberry Finn and Friends. Uh, oh look at look. look at Tom Sawyer that mouth, Got and uh, uh, the bloke the kid playing Huckleberry Finn. You're right, he's he's a, he's beautiful, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's absolutely beautiful. Um, Ian Tracy, where is he? Ian Tracy is Huck Finn. I wonder where he is these days.
7: Oh, uh, Good question.
1: He's 53 years old. It was a Canadian program. Um, yeah,
7: the, the whole series was filmed in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: um, oh, he um he's still acting. He's still acting. Right, cool. He's still acting. Let's see if um, Sam Snyder's, as Tom Sawyer is doing so well. Um, um, he's, he's a dance teacher. Mm. Oh, there you go. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny. It doesn't take us anywhere, <laughs> but it was just something. Um, hey, nice one, Dave. Thank you for that. No problem. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Now here's um, Daphne and Celeste singing High Fidelity. Let's see if this is any good. Hang on. I'm going to cover this. I'm covering this. And I could probably play this bit on the keyboard.
10: I know
1: he produced that, but I know Ben Max Tundra. He's a mate of mine. He used to be. I haven't seen him for years. Um, evening, Jack. Good evening. Good evening, Jack. What have you got for us tonight, please, sir?
3: I just wondered if you knew about the uh, the Beach Boys album that's coming out yeah,
9: with the yeah, I Philharmonic
3: do.
1: Orchestra. Yeah, I do. Uh, and I'm not sure... Um, I'm not sure... I, we lost that the other day. I'm not sure I approve of it. The Beach Boys classics, they've taken the backing tracks off and put the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra on. And I'm not sure I approve of it, Jack.
3: Well... It's, that's not strictly true. They haven't taken the backing tracks off. They've just like embellished it.
1: Oh God, it's even worse. <laughs> Though the thing is, those backing tracks are are genius. They're, they're yeah. literally genius. So why would you want to embellish?
3: Well, don't ask me. Ask Brian Wilson because well, he's all up for it. Is yeah, he though? But Does he
2: know what he's up for anymore? I, I've I've
1: I've, inter- <laughs> I've interviewed Brian Wilson, and he didn't have a clue what flipping day it was. I mean, here's the well, thing, right? Of course, I'm going to buy it, hmm. but I, I, it's going to it's going to suck.
3: There's two tracks available now
7: as a pre-release to get you excited. Oh,
1: really? Well, I'm going. I'm assuming there are, might. I find them on YouTube. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. This is it. This is the Beach Boys with the Philharmonic Orchestra. Let's go. <laughs>
0: To be here, to be able to make this record, it's a great honour. What I love about the Beach Boys is that it's so multi-layered. Oh,
1: shut up. Where's the music? <laughs> Where's the music? That's what I want. Where's the... You know,
0: um,
3: you know, uh, the uh, one that you just play, Good Vibrations?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's got a lovely build-up to it at the beginning. It's got this, uh, the strings, that crescendo, because...
1: Uh, where do I find it? Tell me where I find it! I <laughs>
3: Is it on iTunes? Yeah.
1: All right, let's go. Let's go there. Beach, oh, Beach Boys. Oh, whoops. The thing is, it's got a lovely build-up on the original record that was um, was groundbreaking.
3: What happens on the original? Ah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it, isn't it? It doesn't it just go? Yeah, that's ah. it.
1: Ah. Ah, Yeah, that's it. I'm spending 99 pence on good vibrations and 99 pence on uh, fun, fun, fun. And then I'm going to berate you. Here we go. Right, here we go. Ah.
3: Good vibrations. Here we go. Rubbish.
1: Pointless. Awful. One of the worst things I've ever heard in my life.
10: Oh, come on I love the
1: all right that's rubbish let's try fun 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 oh geez. jesus gonna be sick
3: just imagine how electrifying that will be because they 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 did an elvis presley one they did two and i went to see it live and it was just fantastic a hundred piece orchestra playing the songs was, with it, the was, beats.
1: was elvis presley there
3: Uh, On the screen, yeah, and Priscilla was as well. Will the Beach Boys be there? Um, Well, no, like you said, they're not really there anymore, are they?
1: Yeah, they are. There's there's two two versions of the Beach Boys touring, and I'm quite happy to put money in in their pockets. Listen, if the Beach Boys, either the Mike Love tribute band or Brian Wilson's band, went and played with the Royal Philharmonic, of course I'd go, because that would be an event. But, I mean, do we really need to hear this? (laughs) It takes it takes all of the excitement and the thrust and the. Um, here's another one. Here's another one I've got. Here we go. At least that's done with it. It's, no, it's it's it's.
3: I just I think that maybe maybe you're a purist.
1: I'm um, I a a purist um, cause there's, because there's I, I could
3: be. that beginning part with the swell with the strings. Don't you think it's lovely how they've taken that melody from the song and put it in with a lovely violin that builds up and... Oh, it's just genius.
1: No, no, it, no, 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 <laughs> no, no! Where is this? Jack, Jack, no. it, no, 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 no. That is, that <laughs> is not genius. This, this is genius, buddy, listen. Oh, it won't play. Oh, it won't play. I was going to play you some, some actual... <laughs> there we go. That, That's lovely. that is genius, Listen. Uh, straight in, straight in with with the voice of a a nineteen year old angel. Uh, 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 dum that, that's genius. That cheesy. Piss they've got
3: take. some great a on YouTube of the of, of all of those versions. Oh, I love I love
1: the a aca- cappella Beach Boys. Now now you're talking. Uh,
3: just they, they just stream They they just take back all the music. It's just their vocals, or there's some of them recording. Brian Wilson was a he was it was it was a bit um, demanding, but he knew he knew what he wanted. And there's like rehe- there's footage of them rehearsing. Oh, um, yeah, God yeah. only knows.
1: I may not hey, always. Here we
3: go. Let's tell what. Let's
1: tell what. Jack, listen. Thank you for that. Let, let's just prove uh, how little instrumentation the Beach Boys need. Listen to this, man.
10: I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you. You never need to doubt it I'll make you so sure about it God only knows what I'd be without you If you should ever leave me The life would still go on, believe me The world could show nothing to me God only knows what I'd be without you. If you should ever leave me, the life would still go on, believe me. The world could show nothing to me, so what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without you. God only knows what I'd be without. 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 You. God only knows what I'd be God only knows what i you God only knows what I'd be without you God only knows what I'd be God only Was that? Was that
1: cool yeah that was cool bruce that was cool that's genius but putting an orchestra behind it it's like getting a picasso and going we've got these picasso paintings and what we've done is we've gone over it in slightly brighter colors and we've made the faces look more like faces because sometimes those picasso you can't quite tell it's a face because it's you see both the eyes and the nose so we've kind of made it look a bit Bit more traditional. You don't. I'll buy the album and I will, I will play it on air and I will bitch about wow. it. Wow. That's what I'm going. There's um.
2: God oh, I'm- you have going to play this whole world.
1: Oh, we'll do that in a minute. There's a different. There's a version of um, of uh. Is this the version that's got the different ending? Hang on. Indulge me. Indulge me. Indulge me. There's a. <laughs> God, God, no, there's
0: a version. Let's go to the break. Two <laughs> tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a up, but not that kind of up. <laughs> on talk radio.
4: Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad.
0: Oh, I nice. know
1: Indulge me playing the end of the same song. This is a version of the song of God only knows that they chucked away. Right, listen to the, just listen to the last minute and thirteen seconds of this, because this has got a different ending and it's just incredible. Listen, here we go, here we go, here we go.
10: Here
1: we go. They're ready
3: for this? This is just heavenly.
10: Knows what I'd be with God only knows what I'd be with thou. God only knows what I'd be with thou.
6: Here we go. Here we go. God only God knows, knows what I'd be with.
1: Take drug kid drugs kids because you could end up doing a song like that.
2: What that needs is like about fifty more violins on it and uh, <laughs> a terrible idea. some tr- trombones and that.
6: Such a terrible, terrible idea! <laughs> oh, such a
1: terrible idea! Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the. Telephone number. Two stories um, about. There we go. Two stories about famous parents and kids. Kind of. One more so than the other. Uh, for Kirsty Alsop, it's a simple way to keep her children from getting airs and graces and saves a lot of money en route. While she enjoys the luxuries that come with flying in business class, such as the wine list, gourmet dinners and comfy beds, she puts her boys in economy seats. The Location, Location, Location presenter, 46, said upgrading her sons Bay, 12, and Oscar, 10, would be an absurd waste of money, and that she and her partner, Ben Anderson, regularly sit away from their children while (laughs) travelling.
2: So congratulations to people who are sitting with your kids.
1: If I'm going to spend money... Because I heard this, this earlier and I thought there's, there's got to be something missing. Something can't be quite right with this story. It's, it's taken out of context. But I don't know. If I'm, go, if I'm going to spend money... it's. On, nearly, nearly did the voice there and I thought better of it. If I'm going to spend money, it's on the holiday itself rather than the flights, the Channel 4 star said. I agree with that. Well, when we fly as a family, the boys do fly separately from Ben and me if we're not in economy together. It's not quite saying what it says it's saying. Obviously, this wasn't the case when they were little, but now they are big enough to sit separately, they do. Club class should be a huge treat you've worked hard for. If kids get used to it, what do they have to work towards? It seems like an absurd waste of money and very spoiling. Miss Allsop's decision not to splash at our children's comfort while flying sparked indignation. It gives a toss about what people on Twitter are saying. Um... Last night, Miss Allsop reacted angrily to the criticism, tweeting, "What the bloody hell is wrong with you all? They're being taken on holiday for God's sakes. They're not being sent to war.
2: That's next year.
1: <laughs> if I flew the kids all over the place in club class, there wouldn't be an inheritance left anyhow." I have, fre- she said, I frequently been complimented by cabin crew on the behaviour of my boys. I always introduce myself to the cabin crew concerned and say, if there are any problems, they'll let me meet.
2: She is travelling. In a different class than the kids? Outrageous. I was waiting for the get out, out of context. There isn't one! And what she's actually doing there, she's saying she's introducing herself to the cabin crew. What she's saying is, you're my babysitters. I'll be in there if there's any problem. Outrageous. It's outrageous. It's
1: also who's the eldest child of Charles Henry Allsop, sixth, sixth baron Hindlip. Uh, the presenter is estimated to earn half a million a year, known for her tips on frugality. Um... Neither the, 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 she's not the only celebrity to make her kids fly separately. TV cook and father of four, Gordon Ramsay, fifty-one revealed last year he doesn't upgrade his youngsters either. Ramsay, who's worth £35 million, says, I don't want them sat there with a 10-course effing menu with champagne. It is my wife's and my choice to keep them real. Well, how about showing, I don't know, some parental love and sitting with them on, on a crappy 12, 10, 12-hour 12 well, flight?
2: Why don't you keep it real and do what real parents do, which is sit with your kids That's and outrageous. take responsibility for them? I know Gordon Ramsay's kids, I think his youngest kid is like 14 or something, so it's not quite the same. But 10 and 12, they're too little to be seen on their own.
3: That's outrageous
2: why would you want to Why would you want to uh, also they're going to be sitting next to someone else who is not their parent that's such a I, honestly I
1: heard that on the thing. I thought, oh I'll look for that in the papers because there's got to be there's got to be a context there's got to be one of those throwaway lines that someone has said and it's been bits has been chopped off and, a bit, and, and, and and the context has been massaged, but no she
2: actually does that part of yeah, the? Yeah, Gordon Ramsay's youngest is sixteen. Part, okay, fine. Part of
1: the, the 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 pleasure, the thrill, the annoyance of going on holiday with your family is, is is the journey with them. Yeah, it's the journey with them. And sure, I do. You know what? I could understand. You're all in a con You're all in the same class, and there's there's a couple of seats. You know, three rows ahead, and the kids saying, "They're a bit older than ours now," but kids saying, "Do you mind if we go and sit up there?" As long as you behave yourself, you go and sit up there. Should you check with the air stewardess. Because yes, okay. when I go to the cinema, quite often, the kids, if it's empty, or, or the kids say, can we go and sit in the front? Yeah, sure, do you want me to come? No. Because it's kind of like an independent... They're, they're, they're feeling their way as independent young adult. You know, young people going off and doing that. If they wanted to go and sit two rows away and it wasn't bothering anybody... And That's it was an empty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an empty row and there's an empty row and they want to go and sit there. Sure, you go and sit there.
2: My parenting style is this, Right. My having kids shouldn't impact no, on you. No,
1: no, no, no. Right, not at on all. anybody else. Not at if all. I'm doing
2: my job properly, they're my problem. Yeah. If they're misbehaving, I'll sort them out. It won't spoil your enjoyment. You won't know they're there, right? Oh, yeah. So I don't get this thing of. Here's my kids. Bye bye. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I wouldn't have them go and sit next to strangers, so they'd have to put up with it. If there's an empty row, and and you know, sometimes you don't really get them on international flights, but if you get internal flights in America, quite often this whole half the plane is empty. Mm-hmm. If they sit, can we go? Yeah, sure. You, you, yeah. First sign of messing around, you get back here. Soon. now, interesting, you were saying that about your kids, yet you don't want to show baby.
2: Yeah, I don't want to show baby because that would impact on other people. Okay um like maybe my husband wouldn't be crazy about it but also um selfish. M- me
11: selfish you know I, i've we've... done my
2: baby making days Gene pool you're welcome you've had my contribution i've done my bit the end shop shut business closed i don't want you to open the shop well the shop would have to be reopened is, Even is there a, is there like a rear entrance to the shop well the rear entrance is not that's not effective is it well, I don't know, is that not a way You can't into make sh- purchases, the rear entrance. No, but if you go in through the rear, can
1: you not then um, approach the front? That's the stock room.
2: You don't want to go in the stock rooms, right mess. OK,
1: all right. Um, with, and then we have another story. With his cardboard sign pleading for help, an open guitar case welcoming change, he looks like any other homeless busker. But passers-by stop and stare when they hear his rendition of Tom Jones's hits because his voice sounds remarkably similar. This is not exactly a surprise. The 29-year-old performing on the streets of a working-class New joysy town is the Welsh pop legend's illegitimate son. Oh, Tom has been putting Wendell about a bit. Yeah! (laughs) Jonathan Burkery, who calls himself John Jones, as a tribute to his father... Oh, this is sad, isn't it?
0: This is sad.
1: Has a repertoire that includes a tomsit such as Delilah, and it's not unusual. Um... He was born after Sir Tom had a three-day fling with Catherine Burkery, a then 24-year-old model in New York, in October 1987. But John, who sleeps in a homeless shelter in Hoboken and has a part-time job stacking shelves, revealed he's never met his famous father despite multiple efforts to contact him. Um, I don't want anything from my dad, just his recognition. Um, the singer, now 77, denied he was John's father until it was proved by a court-ordered paternity test in 1989. Busted. Sir so Tom... Sir <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, uh, worth uh, £155 million, agreed to pay £1,700 uh, pounds maintenance per month for his upkeep until John turned 18. Although money was taken care of, there was no emotional support or presence from his dad. He added, there was never a birthday card, a single Christmas card, a call... My calls and emails have gone unreturned. We, here's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's gone on. We don't know the story. On the face we of it. We know it
2: went on for three days.
1: We know it went on for three days. On the face of it, at face value, that's a pretty um, shitty thing for Tom Jones to do. But we also don't know if maybe there has been contact and it got unpleasant we don't know if Tom has reached out to this gentleman. and We don't know. We've got this guy He was stalking.
2: still married in the 80s, right?
1: He was, he was married from the 60s right through so till she died. he
2: would not, he wouldn't have been able to admit that that was his kid. No, but it was proved in 1989. Know, it was forced, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but in 1989. So obviously it was, it was tricky.
1: Well, he shouldn't have got Wendell out no, and, he and in and out and shaken it all about. Dirty. So Tom, who's admitted sleeping with up to 250 women a year at the height of his fame, did not publicly acknowledge John's existence until 2008 when he said, It wasn't something I planned. I was tricked. I fell for the seduction. I was tricked. Tricked. What,
2: well, you fell into her repeatedly.
1: <laughs> it wasn't something I planned. I was tricked. I fell for the seduction. Mate, you, um, you, the, 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 one way to avoid the trick is to to quote Jeremy Carl, Put, Put something, something on, on the, the
2: end of it! it! Speaking of which. Sit <laughs> so, with a <the> stick. <laughs> have you been out in the
11: garden? Uh, no, I walked the dog for a bit. You look, I you're the, a bit. Oh, I called it back. I fell asleep on the, in the little chairs in the garden Sunday afternoon. Oh, bliss. <laughs> I, I tell you, I had a cheeky can of Tisky, which is my yeah. new favourite lark. Yes. I only have one a day. Yeah. And I just nodded off. Look at you. You've got to a... the mail on Sunday. You know. <laughs> the mail has set me to sleep. You're like, read you're all the like papers. a Brit on
1: a Greek holiday, look your brother. My dad once
11: said, remember he'd pull your heads on like an unsqueezed spot. He's <laughs> not <that> lovely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not a close family.
1: Um, Paul Ross, 1 o'clock, you will be on the radio doing your thing. What are you talking about tonight? We've got an
11: amazing story from a volcanologist. There's been a lot of coverage. We've been to Hawaii a few times via the radiophonic communication about their volcano. There's one in Guatemala, which has tragically claimed at least 62 lives. Mm -hmm. Loads of people missing. It's a pyroclastic volcano, which is exactly the same type that exploded over Pompeii, buried, uh, from Vesuvius, buried Pompeii and Herculaneum. The lava or the material travels at 70 miles an hour, and it's a 1,000 degrees Celsius. It's an absolute astonishing story they're going through it at the moment there's going to be a huge rescue operation i think for yeah, the people yeah. there and it's been uh, uh, kind of exploding in a heartbeat rhythm once every three days almost exactly the same time you get wow. this pulse of explosion it's astonishing so so i've only been on air doing this show since about what march we've been to papua new guinea indonesia and hawaii and now uh, now to guatemala all for volcanic eruptions i do wonder wow. what's going on down there
1: what's happening with the wo- do you remember on a slightly smaller scale Remember when we did the local radio show and there were loads of potholes opening up everywhere.
2: Sinkholes. Sinkholes, you remember mm.
1: that? Sinkholes. Just appearing outside. Someone's car People, fell into yeah, it. They drive. The drive. The whole the whole of beds, bucks and hearts. Is that what we covered?
2: Yes. Was full I of was always a bit holes. puzzled with that because
11: actually geographically it's not beds, huts, and but uh, bed, uh, No. beds it's bucks, hearts and beds. And it doesn't even cover but all reverse the reverse it. It didn't even cover all the bucks.
1: And sometimes yeah. we do we we flag up a story in Bucks and they go no it's not in our or extreme Hertfordshire yeah they go no we extreme do extreme they- Hertfordshire <laughs> <laughs> wow that's a whole sometimes new action
2: that's franchise certainly <laughs> London we don't cover that
11: yeah it was a strange job this strange old books, well I have that. that when I drive up to Peterborough doing my bit on silly Telly because I kind of I like to keep the local radio and it finds different stations yeah yeah I love it's that. but it's kind of Cambridgeshire, Peterborough mm-hmm. it's very on is that the Fens up that way yeah. or is that yes, somewhere yes. else the Fens I,
2: my first job was at a commercial radio station in Peterborough and we used to call, we used to go out to Greater Peterborough. No such thing as Greater Peterborough, it's just Peterborough and some bits that but were. But there is extreme hitching. <laughs> extreme hitching.
11: Do you remember the, do you remember is the ad. Is that like hitching naked? Oh no, hitching <laughs> in uh, the, the county. Do you remember the adverts for
1: the Peterborough effect with Roy Kinnear? Do you remember they tried to make Peterborough like um, like a tourist destination? Oh, I've really? got a very strange memory of, of there. that. There
11: was now. kind of. Was that it was a sketch? Was no, it was an thing?
1: advert, because uh, I remember f- some friends in school started a band called The Peterborough Effect, and it was Romans, I guess, it was a Roman thing, it was Roy Kinnear dressed as a Roman, advertising Mind Peterborough.
11: You, I, I had a flash for a great band name, courtesy of Springwatch, last yeah, night I was watching, The Copulating Badgers, oh, they oh, talked about mate. The Copulating Badgers, would that be a great band name, a kind of post-punk, new wavy band for the West Country? I've got
1: their first two albums on <laughs> vinyl, seriously,
11: Paul Ross! Hey, you've got the full set of The Copulating Badgers? <laughs> Paul Ross will be on at one
1: o'clock. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. It's 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 been a tense old show tonight, and I hope you've learned some it's lessons. It's not over, mate. Wowzers, that's... Uh, <laughs> gosh. Um, we will be back. Well, I will definitely be back. I don't know if she will, old O'Meara. We will be back tonight at ten o'clock. Until then, from us, ta-ta!